1: hello everybody and welcome back to the new nasty boys i'm your co-host this morning afternoon evening whenever you decide to listen to this billy and sitting across from me as always is
2: hey it's lee kimbrell hello nasty boys and nasty girls all across the globe how the hell are you guys good to hear from you They're you are doing know? good they're doing good.
1: Yeah, they're saying that. Yeah,
2: no, I, I assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you must be doing pretty well in life.
1: You're doing pretty great.
2: And if you're not doing very well in life, then listen to this podcast, and we'll <laughs> save you for an hour to an hour and a half yeah. at a time. Who knows? Doesn't no, matter.
1: Do you smell the smoke signal?
2: There it is. They're doing good. Yeah, That's baby. what that means. we got to burn is. the trash. Thank Make you it feel very good. much. Thank I appreciate you. it.
1: Uh, let's get it out of the way. Uh, we're a part of the Armchair All-American Podcast Network, so...
2: Yeah, we're reading ads. Guys, we (laughs) would like to take a second to introduce our new friends from SeatGeek. Let SeatGeek take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, just let SeatGeek do the work for you. You know, no one likes doing it. I'm Mm -hmm. so bad at it. Just let SeatGeek do it for you. Mm -hmm. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, a yellow dot good deals, red dot not so good deal. Stay away from those. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive twenty dollars off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. Twenty buckaroos. Do it. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for twenty dollars off your purchase. Seat Geek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Baby.
1: Woo! Seat was, Geek.
2: That, you know what? That was a great read. Thanks, man. That was a
1: great first read. Those
2: are That's years of listening to Bill Burr. <laughs> man can read. I oh, fucking me
1: undies, <laughs> man. He He's over my <laughs> junk. <laughs> no, yo. I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna wake up the kid. I'm Micromodel in the- Micromodel modal? <laughs> uh, what's the other one? The, 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 the-, the, uh, um, the nah, what? What's he do? Oh, zip! Recruiter! Recruiter! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it? So you know, since we've started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go, and the answer is my, my bookie. bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports yes. wagers, there's something for everyone. The blessed, best, best, blessed—they're blessed. You're with the blessed. best. Blessed with the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. You. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR25, all caps, when creating your account to claim 50% bonus. Laying down a hundred bucks? Now you've got an extra fifty bucks in play. That's M Y B O O K I E dot A G. Promo code Armchair 25. You play, you win, you get paid.
2: That's right. Boom, baby. We did, our our, we chair did it. chair 25. Woo. Go bet on the Reds. Go pull a Pete Rose. Go bet on the Reds. <laughs> there you go. Make with, some money. My bookie, dude. It's great. It's
1: it's great. It's fantastic. I use it all the time.
2: So. Yeah, a little prop bet action. All sorts of little fun things yeah, yeah. to always, do.
1: Always bet on what Wayne Gretzky's wife's going to bet on. Yes. That's okay. my prop bet. I'll
2: take that every time. It's a it, Or Michael Jordan's dad. <laughs> Either one of those. That's a sure bet. I'm not taking his dad's advice at all. Yeah? No? Uh, no. You don't believe in ghosts.
1: Well, I believe in ghosts, but not when they get murdered for gambling. gambling. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah, he's bad at it. No, very That's a bad. good point. Yeah, he's not a good gambler. He should
1: have just stuck with basketball and maybe baseball a little longer.
2: Rich kid. Yeah. He had a rich kid. He could have just let it ride. Yeah, dude. Why do Old you need to Michael be that Michael Jordan's dad.
1: Yeah. Why do you need he to be that competitive when you're the best?
2: It's why you're the best, I guess. It's also why, you know, at the end of your career, you don't have any friends. Like, Michael <laughs> Jordan strikes me as lonely. He, you know, oh, yeah, he was like a huge dickhead at his uh, Hall of Fame induction, and like, I don't know. Wouldn't you be if you knew that you were the best? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, don't I'm know not... why. Why would you be if you're really good?
1: I get the ego thing, but I'm not saying like it's the right move. I'm just saying yeah. like, I oh, understand I get it. it. I
2: understand why the best basketball player ever is a dick. Yeah, yeah, no, that holds up, but, yeah. but it's just like why.
1: Why? Because you can, maybe you're so ego driven that that that's all you can see is like Haynes' money and what what yeah. you're gonna throw down on the on the t- on the cards
2: table next. I don't know. I mean, Kobe is like a crazy asshole competitor, known to be, but like he's like seems decent off the court. Like people yeah. like him. Yeah. You know, o- Oscar
1: award know. winner Kobe Bryant. Yeah.
2: No shit. Good call. I forgot yeah. about that.
1: And like his mambo, his breakdowns on ESPN Plus are very good. Yeah. So I mean, like. He's cool. Like, he seems like somebody I'd sit down and have a gin and tonic with. He doesn't drink beer. It's a gin and tonic.
2: Oh, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. not part of the NBA wine club. No. Oh, dude, I don't know. You he, got to figure Kobe drinks. He speaks Italian. Oh, he chugs wine. Yeah, he drinks fucking $10,000 bottles of wine every <laughs> night. The only time I drink wine is if the
1: bottle is in a basket.
2: That's a fact. That's and, he, and there's a lot of bottles and baskets in his home. So
1: many. So many. Did you, uh, I used to drink, the only time I ever really, like, drank wine to get drunk off of it was the Carlo De Rossi. Oh, yeah, the bag? The, the, in the box? The huge jug? Oh, the homeless man. jug? yeah. The, the kind that should have, like, three X's on the side, because it is poison. Yeah,
2: you use it, uh, and then just use it as a toilet afterwards oh, when you're done.
1: I try to puke into it.
2: Yeah, I know, and you could fill it up. Oh, yeah. Man, I drank, I've gotten drunk off of some cheap wine. Back in the day, you know, Francia course boxed wine i mean that's what's in my mom's fridge right now is franzia chardonnay really yeah but uh yeah i mean high school slapping the bag oh for sure other than that i mean i'll go down to liberty's wine bar down here like a hundred feet away from your house which is dangerous my girlfriend big fan of that place she introduced me to it and i've gone down there and thought i was casually drinking wine yep. and then <coughs> bless excuse you excuse me You know, there are some wines I've been explained now that, you know, the nitrate or like the nitrite content is really, really high. I mean, I've woken up from having, you know, three, four glasses of wine and feeling fine Mm -hmm. with the worst hangover of my entire life. A red wine hangover is just, I mean, I haven't had a sip of wine in like two months because of a red wine hangover. Oh, Oh, I didn't even get tore up that night. Split a glass of wine. We had one with dinner and then went to Liberty, split a glass of wine, I had like three glasses of wine. Mhm. Do a couple of high lifes on there for good measure, but still like it was the, the mix. red wine just killed me. Yeah.
1: The mix is what always get you. Never good. Dude, might. so you said your mom drinks Phronsie, and my mom drinks like she drinks wine like a lot she loves yeah. wine but her thing is is that she shows me the bottle of wine she goes this is originally a 24 bottle of wine she doesn't sound like this but yeah. after i say this it totally makes it's sense. fine this is a seven i bought this for seven dollars do you understand <laughs> the deals i'm getting yeah. at remke markets
2: Remkey wine baby but that's that's mom dude and she'll throw them back but yeah dude yeah my my mom as well she's a big chardonnay girl Big fan of the Chardonnay. Mm. Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio, Riesling, anything sweet. Ah, See, it's either that or Bud Light. Mom's a dry wine. Yeah,
1: beer, and like a like a wheat or Miller Lite, and then uh, she loves whiskey. Oh yeah. And it's so funny because my mom will drink it so fast because she loves it so much, and then you know like two hours later you turn around and she's like, wall hit, yeah, Yeah. just like I need to go bed. And it's
2: like, you got it. I do love some bourbon. Yeah, my dad drinks uh, red wine on the rocks. Wow. Red wine with ice in it. The Lexington cocktail. Oh, yeah. It's called the Lexington Old Fashioned. Put an umbrella in it.
1: Yeah, it's good. Keeps it cold. Dude, my dad, it's cool to watch my dad's drinking change because he started when I remember as a kid, he only drank honey brown. That was it. That was his beer. Honey brown. And now I just bring over different IPAs, double IPAs. He loves like a sweeter, little little bitter IPA, like, you know, a good double.
2: Yeah. He'll drink it all now. I had a killer flowery IPA. I can't remember what it was called from Deschutes up at the Bell and the Bear. Oh, yeah? It was really good. So So good.
1: Deschutes is just solid.
2: Yeah, they make good beer.
1: But they're like that brewery that's like Sam Adams in that class. They're like, that's what my dad's friends used to drink. Yeah,
2: they're a big, they're upper echelon. They were like micro, they were breweries back in the day-day. Like late 80s. Now they're huge. Yeah, like Sierra Nevada, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Just got in that game before it was huge. So smart. It's like comedians that are famous now <laughs> they got in the game before it was huge yeah they were two years in working 50 weeks a year because yeah. they the country needed comedians they
1: just they we needed them so bad in 1988 and, and now we need clubs
2: we have too many we need comedians clubs. yeah we need clubs and audience members yeah god Okay, let's bummer. change. The let's subject. change it real quick. <laughs> uh,
1: did you see a dogfish head and Sam Adams merged?
2: Yes, I did.
1: That's crazy. That's
2: pretty wild. Those
1: are powerhouses. Yeah,
2: man. That's a uh, that's that is two big names with tasty beers joining forces.
1: Do you think that's like the move to like beat InBev and these huge distributors
2: are just buying up everything small? No, like, do you do you think anything could conceivably take down like an Anheuser Bush? I mean. There's no way. I mean, you'd have to do it you're together. Trying, yeah, you're trying to compete. The only way you could do it is if, yeah, exactly. If they all came together.
1: It'd be like creating an independent brewery umbrella. You all owned your own shit still, but yeah. you still merged and like profit shared. Yeah. So that way you could control the market and say, fuck you, Anheuser. Because they have enough power, they can go in and change laws. Yeah. Like that's what happened in Kentucky. It was Ryan Geist was supposed to set up a distri- distribution center down there. And. Anheuser Busch went into like Kentucky's house and said whatever, and said fuck that. You have to do it separately. You have to brew and distribute separately, and you have to do it through this and like set up all the this really? red tape. So just they just red had to fucking tape. They just had to eat their own dick on it.
2: Damn. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's bullshit. Yeah. The big booze. Big booze. It's wild. Yeah. And it's and it's it like funds so much in this country. Yeah. We've talked about it a little bit before. I mean, just the commercials alone. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday alone. Bud Light has a $200 million budget for their commercials. Right. And it doesn't leave a fucking dent in any of it. No. It doesn't. It never changes my mind. I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's a blue night. I'm going to enjoy a good beer. Yeah. Well, I'll drink a Bud Light, but it's like I just don't.
1: It's Handed to me and I'm already shit faced. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love
2: a Bud Light. I'll drink Bud Light with dinner.
1: See, I can't drink Bud Light. That was like the second beer I ever got drunk on. Oh yeah. No, that was the first one. I I my I had like a bag of Bud Light my mom confiscated from me in high school, and she hid it above the the fucking washer like and dryer. a Kroger bag, like a Kroger bag tied up. Yeah. That I got from a friend, and then she found it and she put it above the washer the the washer and dryer. And then when I graduated high school. On my graduation party, she put it in the fridge for me.
2: Oh, very cool! And then wow. when
1: we were done, opening opening it up, I was opening up cards. I was just slamming them. Yeah. Next thing I know, I just filled up my new Jordans with fucking puke.
2: At a boy! Yeah, filled up the boot. Good for you, Bill. So
1: I can't really, I can't really drink it anymore.
2: No, it doesn't sound like it. That
1: and like Keystone. I think
2: the first beer, yeah, that was the first beer I ever got drunk off was Keystone Light. Yeah. Keystone Natty Light. Mick Maynard's Basement. Mm. Keystones. And they Oof. had all the, what were they called? Uh, the, like, keystone refreshing moments. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they called? Like
1: The keystone, like, icy moment. I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking
2: about? Like, yes. what's the key moment? Yeah. Yeah, it was so lame. It's getting her in her sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the hard turn from there. How was your week, pal? <laughs> it
1: was oh, great. Good
2: it was week.
1: it was good, man. I um, so we played wiffle ball here on Friday night. Such a blast, dude! What a great time. Very good, time. Got glow in the dark bases.
2: Nobody fell and injured themselves gravely.
1: That's a first. I, well, not gravely, but like actually at themselves. all.
2: I mean, someone I can't remember who it was. Someone fucked themselves up coming over that fence last year.
1: Wasn't that? Is it
2: Cat and Zero? No, she's never been for wiffle.
1: Uh fuck! Who was that? That was so funny. I think it was Brittany. Not Brittany Kanzer, a different Brittany.
2: Uh, She ate shit. Oh, so funny. (laughs) And. she was like very injured, and you know, it is nothing funnier oh no but you can't just laugh at her but she was like ah, like in a lot of pain and you're biting great. your lip yeah, so hard great. that you have a scar in a parking lot full of comedians oh. <laughs> and we
1: just didn't get out our fucking torches and roast her because mm. we could have easily spit roast
2: hurt her worse than the, than the fall yeah the worst really. is when
1: she looked over and she like showed it to us and it immediately was purple. we were like whoa <laughs>
2: okay you're fucked yeah that was bad Oh, is that Britney, uh, yeah, 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 for, yeah, yeah. Britney F. Right yeah. on, that's that. Yeah. Uh, and, but it was fun, uh, some very spirited shit talking between you and your wife.
1: Of course. Very
2: spirited, to the point where one of our, a comic was here, and his wife came, and she met a couple of us, but was not quite privy to it, and <laughs> 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 Alicia and Billy were just like shit talking to each other it was really good Cla- good burns yeah. and uh, this, this this, girl was a little concerned
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like are they okay yeah I know I and thought we're they like, just were... got married yeah.
2: Yeah. are they happy yeah we're fine December, January, February March, April you guys have been married for oh, half a year half a year on, on my the birthday eighth. Yeah. yeah that's wild so man. I got married
1: on the 8th so it's easier for me to remember
2: cha-ching Ching. Easy enough.
1: I guess that's because I'm a, you know, I'm a dumb man. I don't remember things.
2: I gotta give me a cheat code, Daddy. <laughs>
1: yeah, can't forget to bring her home the flowers. Don't
2: mind me. I'm just a big old dumb dumb.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I, I'd be a lot more smarter if there was, you know, wipes for my butt that said "dude" on them. <laughs>
2: and those exist. They do.
1: That's how fucking dumb we are.
2: Yep, it's what you want, man.
1: Um, but also, what what, what kind of sucked was I ordered. These balls that were supposed to be glow-in-the-dark wiffle balls
2: Sounds so cool And also, I know you guys can't answer But if you're buying a glow-in-the-dark wiffle ball What do you think it's going to look like? Alright, there's like a one second pause for you to think about it You guys are all thinking that it's going to be like You hold it under a lamp And it glows in the dark It's a green wiffle ball Right Right, That glows into the dark
1: No well, first off, I got a, I got this shipped to me. Oh yeah, the
2: snafu. And
1: I open up the box, and there and it's and it, there's a label on it that says three pack glow the dark wiffle balls, and it's clearly just a pack of plastic army helmets.
2: Just helmets, which means, not the wrong product so, in the right box.
1: Yeah, but the robots fucked up and put the wrong label on the thing because you know when you look at army helmets, I immediately think wiffle balls. balls. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So so you guys improv and like some G's, glow it went sticks. out. Yeah. Went and got some skinny glow sticks that you'd wear around your dick during a rave. <laughs> Break those suckers. Tie them in a little knot. Stick them inside the wiffle balls. Now you got a glow-in-the-dark wiffle ball. Genius. It is genius. Thank you, Pinterest. So Billy orders them, and they mm. finally come in the mail, right? Right. And they're, they, you get the glow-in-the-dark wiffle balls. Yeah. But they're not glow-in-the-dark wiffle balls. What are they?
1: They're the same thing I made and found on Pinterest.
2: They're what he fucking... Yeah. So it's a real yeah. goddamn highway robbery. Amazon, you're good most of the time. You really fucked up twice here. You
1: fucked me good. Yeah,
2: send us army helmets, which, you know... See, I'm fine. Sure. Send them to Africa. Yeah. That's Wherever. Send them, yeah. send them overseas. It'd be
1: great for a child army.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're toys, but are they? Are they? No. <laughs> here, here, eat this. This is meth and crack and heroin mixed. <laughs> yeah. Now go to war. No.
1: Grab that AK-47 and grab a couple banana clips.
2: We got work to See do. See you later. We got to overthrow a, a peaceful government regime. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, it was so fun. Friday was a blast. Yeah. A great Fun time. was had by all in the uh, Dvoroporium. It was great. It was a good time. The one thing that really got me was Schubert fucking bringing over all the ingredients
1: to make his Skyline dip in our apartment. Yeah. He just, you know, just had it all here. And he's like, I just got to make it in the oven. I guess it's got to be fresh or yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure.
2: He's, the man's got a recipe. He's but got a m- method.
1: So psyched for Wiffle Ball. Yeah. We're getting ready to play the second game. And he just, like, oh, wait, runs in and is like, i got to make my Skyline dip. God damn it.
2: <laughs> Come uh, on, dude. Filming. Love the boy. What are we going to do with the old Sheevins? I'll tell you what we are. We're going to love him because he's the best. Because he's the best. He's the best. Wow. I'm on it. You're the best. I try. That was Thank you. You saw I didn't even make mention. I just saw it. I knew I was down to my thank hey, you. That's what good that's what good co hosts do. That's what good co hosts do, man. They pick I really each other. Up. If Always. you guys in case you guys don't know, me and Billy are both millennial scum who are no longer smokers, so we suck yeah. on these jewels. Billy just gave me a pod. What a guy. He just gave me a bunch of nicotine for me to suck on in a form of a uh, vapor. So yeah, well, I really appreciate that. You need man. our drip, dog? I need my drip. I uh you you know we 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 haven't started talking about my week yet. It's a uh, audio, <laughs> it's an audio podcast. But Is Billy it? Billy's sitting ac- across from a a pretty pretty different looking co-host than he did last week. You know I wasn't gonna mention. Yeah, I didn't. You know, but you know it's about my turn to talk about my week. And, <laughs> 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 and I figured I'd let everyone in. Hold on. <laughs> well, hold on.
1: Let me. I guess after I no. picked you up, I got to put you down. No. How was your week? <laughs> no, it was,
2: no, no, no. It's fine. It was a good week. Oh okay, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, it was. It was a good okay. week. Uh, I was in the wiffle ball tournament. Fun was had by all. Yeah, that was a blast. I got to go home on Mother's Day. I, I cut you off. Did you you celebrated Mother's Day with your sweet? Uh, yeah, I beer made dinner. Drinking, it was amazing. Chardonnay. What'd you make?
1: Dude, so we had uh, my mother-in-law over with uh, the stepdad, and I made steaks.
2: Ooh, you bitch. Nailed it. What kind of cut? What are we talking here?
1: Oh, uh, New York prime
2: strip. Of course.
1: You know, I cut those up. I made them perfect. Um, and then we also, I took red potatoes, tossed them in a bunch of the the, the DeVore potato mix, air fried them, and then Alicia made Brussels sprout salad. That is fire. The, de- the, the,
2: the DeVore potato mix.
1: Yeah, it's basic. Salt, pepper, garlic, onion powder, rosemary,
2: thyme. Hell yeah, baby. Mm. There is nothing better than a fried air fried potato right or like a roasted potato mm. it's so good if you get the seasoning right the potato just just it, perfect. it so perfectly now, i'm intrigued by a Brussels sprout salad i can show you a picture yeah that sounds really and good and i'll put it on the story what else is going in that salad besides the sprouts because i love a Brussels sprout oh also god what a plate in a scallop. scallop you ho <laughs> oh fuck yeah oh I, fuck that looks good i nailed it oh perfect medium
1: Oh yeah, just crushed it.
2: Just right there. What you do? Is there any searing going on? Oh hell you... yeah,
1: I've got my time sears down. Yeah.
2: So what? What? How do you got a steak in front of you? And I make my own rub. So what do you do? Talk me through the Billy divorce steak.
1: Get my steaks. I throw them on the counter. Let them get to like close to room temperature. Then I mix up my uh, my rub, which it's easy. I mean, every, any idiot could do oh, it. Oh
2: no, but still, it's...
1: salt, pepper, garlic, onion powder, paprika. Uh, Ooh, paprika.
2: That doesn't get thrown on a steak super often. That's good. That's a little zest.
1: Little zest that's either you know, that red nice blend in with everything when it, yeah. it. also for some reason I if when I don't remember it, my crust isn't as solid. And I paprika, don't know why. I
2: don't know. It's it's like a super kind of it's not grainy like salt, Mm-mm. but it's still it's like kind of fine. It's, I yeah. can see it. I can see it crisp it up on a sear
1: oh it's nice
2: Ooh, that sounds good
1: and then i uh i rub rub the shit out of it let it sit for a minute then i heat up uh, excuse me i heat up my uh iron skillet
2: and a my, good one. And it's a
1: grill pan too so it's got the it's got the, the lines uh, and everything oh yeah let that get super hot two minutes
2: Super Flip. hot, so you're turning it on. It's high, I'm blasting. High, you're getting it's, it blasting hot. Oh
1: yeah, I mean it smokes so much in here. Yeah, I bet. It's, I mean, I need a. That's hood why fan. the
2: summer's awesome, is because you just open the door and let it rip. Oof, let it fly yeah, out. Just let it rip. Don't
1: grill a steak anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. I go this route. Yeah. Two or three, depending on how thick the steak is on each side.
2: On each side. Yes. So that gets it, like what, like a centimeter? Yeah. Yeah. Pull them.
1: Take, basil. Thyme, full cloves of garlic, butter and oh, butter rosemary again. Oh yes. Fresh. Yeah. Put it in there. Put let it, it all melt into the pan. In the pan. And yeah. And then throw it back on and I'm constantly shifting the pan, picking up the Just butter. Just taking those drippings it.
2: and covering in it.
1: Right. And then I flip it again. And then I do that on each side for like about a minute, maybe two. Pull it, rest it for ten minutes cut it serve it
2: make everyone come oh man that's you made me come i try i'm not even eating it right now (laughs) oh fuck that sounds so good i need a steak in my life sometime soon
1: yeah, I would make that I'm happen. not looking
2: at you. I'm saying I'll go out and buy my steak and we'll come over here and have us a steak night.
1: Oh, God, that sounds that good. That sounds
2: like a lot of fun. We should do that. Mm. We should. Yeah, dude. Okay, that idea is born. You know what I need to bring do? Bring your own steak. B Y O S. Billy party, man. Ooh. That'd be so fun. I'm about that. That'd be so fun. Everyone oh, bring their own piece of meat and then you kind of, like, you know, you know how to cook it. Yeah, I know. So do. then we all just get to do it. That sounds like some fucking. Fun times.
1: You know what's crazy right now is that where I go, Eckerlin in Philly Market has tomahawk cuts. Oh boy. That's a problem. Because here's, okay. Those so are the
2: big giant ones, right? Those are huge with yeah. the handle. Yeah. That's
1: why they're called tomahawks. Yeah. Tough to find sometimes. Uh, here's how much like I love steak and I kind of take it seriously is like, I was looking at tomahawk cuts online. Oh yeah, I believe you. During my lunch break. I that's, believe you. That's some fat fuck shit where you're eating and thinking about eating.
0: On
2: your lunch break. Yes. Looking at pictures of better food. Correct. Fantasizing. Okay. (laughs) Go on. So. What's up with this online meat shopping? But go on. You can do it. It happens all the time.
0: I'm
1: not weird. You're weird.
2: (laughs) Goes into his fridge and just starts eating a steak. I was thinking about it. I need something to gnaw on.
1: So I'm looking at it, and my buddy comes over, Tyler, and he's like, you looking at that. You're gonna pay 75 bucks for two tomahawks, and I'm like, yeah, they dry freeze, ship it over, whatever. And he's like, no, dude, I. Do you want to split a cow? And I really thought about it.
2: Yeah. Like I thought about. You need to like, you need a freezer.
1: Here's what's crazy. I go, I can do it. My mom has a deep freezer. Let me call my mom, and she's like, whatever, we'll split a cow. Oh boy. So yeah, I'm I'm about to. I might I might be getting a cow. Like a dead, like it's dead. I'm yeah. not gonna have it you're out of OTR. A pet
2: cow and then eat it. Yeah, well, I, no, would, I would. Half a cow. I would just to see like what I fed it and everything. And oh like, no, no, that's there's something kind of noble about that. Raising your own food and making sure its life's good and feeding it good stuff. Mm. Oh, it's great. Feed it blueberries sometimes. Ooh,
1: see if that changes the meat.
2: Yeah, for real. I mean, farmers have been playing with that shit forever.
1: Can you? Can you? I heard something like you can portion out a cow.
2: Like you can keep it alive and cut some meat from it. That is. I'm
1: not saying it's right. But if you feed it certain things, I kind of want to pull out the product, see how it goes, and then oh, <laughs> keep feeding man. it different stuff. Just
2: force feed a, uh, a horse a bunch of pineapples. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's see what happens when I just shove gravy <laughs> down its throat. Yeah, oh my. Well, yeah, you can just be like the evil farmer of Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, welcome to Billy DeVore's. Torture emporium of beef and other meats.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Kalschwitz over here. <laughs> Kalschwitz!
2: <laughs> oh, uh, fuck yeah. Clink uh, glasses on that. Clink! <laughs> Kalschwitz. You want that hand yeah, no. Fuck you, Kalschwitz. Kalschwitz! <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: it came out of nowhere.
2: It was very good. MW.
1: Yeah, nice. Man. But yeah, so that was my week, uh, mostly. But uh, I
2: was... But and then you know, it was a win. It was it a, sounds win. Like a win. It's happy win. Mother's Day, Mama Devore.
1: Oh no, that's uh, Mama
2: Schlicker. Oh yeah, Mama Schlicker. But
1: uh, my mom, I saw her last year. Perfect. So and then I saw the Perfect. other mom, the stepmom, the year before. Too. Yeah, mommy. So
2: all moms. all moms We celebrate all moms I got to celebrate my mom on Sunday That was great Made the
1: trek down to Lexington Made the
2: trek down to Lexington I Got to see my family It was awesome Mom and dad That's always a treat And then I got to see a couple cousins That I don't see very often That's always great I Got to see an aunt Got to see uh, my grandfather That was fun
1: Yeah
2: um, Yeah it was awesome And then I came back to the hub on Monday, we hosted The Hub, had yeah. a good time, and then on Tuesday, I just shaved my head, completely bald, at about yeah. 3 o'clock, and then or about, no, about like 5 o'clock, and then I had a show at 7 o'clock.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah big
2: day. Yeah, it was. I don't know, man. Yeah. I was just over it. I've done it at different periods of my life. Like, I did it like two and a half years ago, two years yeah. ago, Well, you just burn it down. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck no, it. Nothing matters in the good way. Like, it, yeah. it cares. It's all ju- It's what? It's hair. You're right. Now I look different. I like switching up my, my look. People don't recognize me. I scared a bunch of people today yeah. at the bar. What was the first thing I said to you? Uh, are you okay? <laughs> no, well, that was another thing. If you ever want to, like, ch- like take a, take a uh, check of the people in your life and your friends just abruptly shave your head completely bald. <laughs> I had so many people reach out and it was resoundingly concerned. Yeah. Everyone's like hey man, you alright? And I've learned by talking to, and I'm fine. Thanks for asking everybody. Yeah. Of course I'm fine. Um, we're all stressed. I Yeah. Just shave my damn head. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, I've been told by a lot of girls that... <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: shave my head. Shut Who up! Cares? Shut up! <laughs> uh, I'm
2: fine! Mixed reviews. Uh, it's fine. <laughs>
1: mixed reviews? Mixed reviews. Where are you on the tomato meter? Because you look as oh, bald as one. Yeah, oh, well... I'm sorry. I feel bad for it, that. No,
2: it's okay. Uh, rotten Tomatoes. Uh, well, what did I expect? I went from... Full head of thin hair to no hair, and I'm a comedian, and all my friends are comedians. So, of course, no, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, But I learned through a bunch of my girlfriends that it's like a guy shaving his head bald is the equivalent of a girl cutting bangs in. Like, if you see a girl just like cut bangs in, you're like, oh boy, she's stressed out. It's like a move.
1: I didn't know that. It's a
2: move. So, yeah, there's that.
1: I've always knew that with, like, dudes. Like, you shave your head, you yeah. know. That's, like, the sign. I mean, Seymour has a joke about me.
2: Yeah, it. I'm starting anew.
1: Yeah, fresh. Even
2: though I'm not, but it feels like it. But it's that's cool. sometimes
1: you need that.
2: Yeah, it's fun. It's, like a, it's just like a reset where yeah. you're just, like, you're not even who you think you are yeah and and you're not who anybody else thinks you are you can just be like yeah don't have air anymore it's fine (laughs) nothing's real it's fine in the good way
1: in the good way and i mean like you can always burn it down in any way shape or form or feel like you're starting over it's like you know shave your head or you know i feel that way when i get a new pair of shoes yeah like i'm changing everything yeah i'm feeling different so different
2: yeah the world perceives you differently And you perceive the world differently. And it's fun. It feels good. Oh, my God. I love rubbing it.
1: It looks great. Rubbing it feels good. Now there's a little bit of, like, there's a little spackle on there with hair. Yeah. It looks good.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think when, like, next week it'll look really good, too. Absolutely. And it was was just jarring. That's really what Mm. it was for most people. It was just, like, shocking. Yeah. Because I had no hair for a long time and then I just let it ride. And it was actually kind of long. It was. Like, I had pretty long hair. And then I just... Let her go, just baby. It's fine. Out. I'll never shower again. <laughs> I don't have to, dude. You don't have to wash your. You get to save on shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, I know. it. It's fine. You I can just, just do that. Lather. I've got a mustache. Yes, you do. Yeah, That's I've got very a important mustache and. Uh, yeah, I, I also, obviously, neither of us talked about it, but if you're listening to this, you also probably listened to that. Highlight of our week was that liqueur thing. That was the coolest thing ever.
1: Dude, how fucking rad.
2: If, yeah, I hope you've already listened to that podcast and got to, you know, experience that with us, because that was really fucking cool. Yeah. And, you know, you all that listening know that the new Nasty Boys, we don't have, like, a gigantic following yet. Nope. Not yet, but the people that do listen to us give a fuck about it. And that, like, the Liqueur interview was made even better for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be cheesy. It was made even better for me knowing that, like, you guys got to listen to it. Yeah. You've been riding with us. And then it was like, oh, yeah, here's a good one. Here's a fucking banger. This is a cool thing. And, like, you were on the inside of it. You're a new Nasty Boy fan. It's cool. You got to hear it, like.
1: I got to hear it's their fucking second, dope, man. second Thank you. ever interview. Yeah. And, like, what was so cool was that we walked in, and, like, I kind of talked about it in the intro, but, like, we sat down and just hit record. And I just looked at Sam, and I'm like, we're
0: recording.
2: Yeah. And he was totally cool. Yeah, we were just rolling, man. It was so fucking cool. How cool is it that he didn't give a fuck? He didn't give a damn. And let it fly.
1: And, like, I mean, I was nervous until that door opened. Mm-hmm. And once that door opened, I was like, I'm in a hotel room. With with
2: a guy, he feels comfortable. There's baseball on mute. It was just perfect. We yeah. were sitting there watching it. He'd, some guy would pop up on the screen. He'd just be, he'd have a story about him. Yeah, and it was just really cool. It was so uh, yeah, just really relaxed, man. Yeah,
1: and I was like, oh wait, this is what I do at home anyway. If I'm not, like, writing for this or writing comedy or at work or yeah. at a show, I'm doing exactly
2: what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, chilling.
1: Hand in the pants, watching baseball. Yeah, yeah,
2: for real, man. And shooting the shit. Yeah, and he was just, yeah, it was really cool. He was just a, a normal dude. And you know what I like to think about? I was thinking about it in retrospect a little bit. Like, obviously, we had some nerves yeah, going into it. But, uh, and he even made mention of it a couple times, like, off and on air, like, I like to think that he was probably pretty fucking nervous, too, yeah, like he's in a suit, you know, like right he's a, he's got a new job. it's yeah. a job. it's a cool job, but it's mm-hmm. still a job. and like he was like kind of going off the deep end to do a podcast with us. yeah, and I, I would like to think, pat ourselves on the back, the fact that we did go in there, and it wasn't like a three, two. One And yeah. hey how's it going Hey Mr. Liqueur How are you You know yeah. like The fact that we just went in Kind of hit it off We were just vibing as people mm-hmm. Just bullshitting I mean the first 20 minutes of the podcast We were just <laughs> talking about stuff Yeah we were talking about <laughs> Just Honestly. anything that came to us <coughs> <coughs> And yeah. we let it ride And I, I Yeah I think that all will cheers us again man I think we did a good job
1: Ah oh, dude I crushed it So
2: the that year. was a uh, That was obviously a highlight of the week
1: Oh, for sure. And then when we walked out, we're just like, "I wasn't awe that we did it." Yeah. And like, I felt it was good. And I, the response I've gotten from people is that it's good. Yeah. And so, uh, Schubert, dear baby boy, he texted me. And he was just like, "I could listen to that for hours."
2: Yeah, it and was I'm, really good. And man. I was like,
1: "That always feels nice."
2: Well, the Cure, he kind of came across as a dude who could just have a podcast. Did you
1: see what he's doing with Shannon Ford? No. They're doing a video, like a video blog together.
2: No, he's funny, man. He's actually funny.
1: He's great. And like the promo they cut for that video blog or like video centric podcast, whatever they're fucking calling it. Yeah. was great. And he just, you could tell he was just ripping like he was with us. And I'm like, oh, he's just not swearing this time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And how much did he love to be able to swear? A lot. Yeah.
1: I love that. I love that we can provide that outlet.
2: Yeah, man. Come say fuck whenever you want, Sam. Uh, I want
1: to get Jim Day on here, and I want him to say cunt so bad. Yeah,
2: dude. Yes. I want to get Jim Day on here and just have him just, wouldn't that be a dream? Just belligerently drunk. (laughs) Just ruin his career. You know who I I feel like (laughs) I'm going to reach out to is Pacoro. Yeah. Jeff, dude, he's a Lexington guy. He went to UK. He went to dude. Actually, now that I think about it, I think he know. I think like my mom went to high school with him. I think he went to Tate's Creek. I swear to God, you need to reach out. Yeah, for sure. I think so, man. I know he was a walk on football player at the University of Kentucky. No shit, he played football in the Kentucky. Yeah, that's tight. He was like special teams guy. He was just a little dude, but he played SEC walk on. Yeah, man. That's yeah. tight. Yeah, pick! Yeah. I scream at him every time I see him. I always yell, Jim Jim Day.
1: Yeah. Like, when, when we were at that game together, uh, well, I didn't see you yet for Senzel. Uh, I'm standing, you know, right when you walk in, you stand behind home plate. Yeah. I just, and it was like right after the bottom of the first, Jim Day just walks by and I go, Jim <laughs> and he yeah. just is holding his clipboard and like his stuff, and he just like kind of looks over at him, timid, and just gives me the like hand, the quick flip, the like the the slap wave, you know what I mean? Day, the Gentle baby. limp wrist wave, and I'm like, okay.
2: We just need to go kidnap Marty once he's retired and have him on here. Oh, dude, I know. Yeah, things are. Hey, I Marty, do. man. You're allowed to be an asshole on this. Yeah, we're fine with Go it. Go for it. Talk shit about everyone. <laughs>
1: Dude, what if that's like <laughs> He just his... does a podcast
2: <laughs> where he just burns every goes goes full Kevin Brennan and just, just talks shit about everyone. <laughs> Dude, Marty,
1: burn it to the ground. Yeah. Dracarys. And then we shave his head. We shave yeah. his head.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah. He would look really scary, completely he would bald. Very
1: probably just very wormy. Yeah. In a good way, because that's a compliment. Marty, come on our podcast.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marty Brenneman, uh, please come. Come. See you in. See you in. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of coming, I had a slight little come tonight. We won tonight. Oh, dude. Walk-off style.
1: I'm. Oh, yeah. We're dropping this tomorrow, so I didn't even... So oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, so today yeah. is Wednesday. It's about to be Thursday. Yeah. You're getting it early, aren't you lucky? God. Did Eugenio Suarez have a hell of a game?
2: He's had a hell of a two weeks. Yeah, he But he had a hell of a game. He had. He's our guy. He's the bat. He is it. He's our guy. Single, Single. double, homer, three ribbies. And in that last inning, in the 10th, he, I mean, the double mattered. It wasn't a double because he's doing something crazy like batting 600 in the first inning. Yeah, like he, it's something. Like, it's something like he's like four fifty eight in the you first. Ready for inning.
1: this? The first pitch that he sees, he hits. Yeah, he's seven and fifteen. Yeah,
2: that's crazy. Bat note. Yeah, oh my goodness,
1: <sighs> you're floating around five hundred. He's
2: a guy who, whether we've got him like three or four, he's allowed to swing at the first pitch whenever the fuck he wants yep, to. Just... These other guys, you want to see Puig taken into a, having a bat? You want to see Joey having a bat? Suarez right now, his bat just swing. Yeah. Just swing.
1: You're fine. He's just so chill. And it seems like when we talked about with Sam, like there isn't someone who's stepping up to be in the spotlight. He fucking did it tonight against the best team in the National League Central, probably the second or third best team in, in the, the National whole league. league. Yeah. And they fuck, he fucking took that game and said, I'm going to go win this real quick. Yeah. You know, and it's not like, I mean, the, the Puig hit was huge. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he carried everybody. hmm Um so I mean, it was just awesome to fucking watch, uh, watch that and watch Rizal come in in a tie situation. Handle it. And, yeah, not blow it. I mean, Handle they it. got runners on first and third, but my boy, Amir Garrett, came in. Locked it. One pitch. See ya. And you know what was great about that one pitch? After he made that amazing athletic play that went to the third baseline, turned and chucked it to first, he looked at all the Cubs fans and shushed them. Yeah. He went, shh. I love that. And then after that, they showed a clip he said, "Oh, I love playing the Cubs. I want that. I want that competition, which is what Sam was talking about. Like, I want these top tier guys. And it seems like this team is so mentally tough. They want to do this. They this this cast of misfits. Yeah, that they
2: want it. Castoffs, castaways. Exactly. And you know, people that didn't think they were going to get any work. Right. I, I another graphic that I saw during a game. We're talking about guys not stepping up in the prime time." The one dude, Iglesias, Jose.
1: He airmailed two tonight.
2: He d- Did he? Yeah. That's unlike him. It is very unlike him. That's unlike him. But uh, what I was going to say is he's batting over 400 with runners in scoring position. Had a bomb tonight. Yes, he did. Third one of the ah. year. Look at him. I love him. I know, dude. Uh, and gotten got in, our, in my head, our head. Like, he yeah. can stick around.
1: I texted Danny and I said, sign him now, two years, 10 million.
2: I like that deal.
1: I love that deal because I love he's already going to make three,
2: give him a bump, keep he does, him He on. earned a bump. Earned a bump. He earned a bump.
1: By the time that deal's over, he will be 31.
2: Yeah, and... We'll see what happens. Yeah, and then at that point, who knows? Maybe Sinzel's at second, and yeah, who knows what's going on there. Or
1: whatever. It doesn't matter at that point. But just lock it up because he's proven, he's proven it. And what's what's also crazy, he's proven it, and Dietrich, you can't have him... You, I mean, he's batting like 206, but still ten homers and twenty five ribbies. Yeah, you have to have him out there. Yeah, so, and you, and and the way that David's constructed the lineup shows that Peraza has been at, he's been out the last five uh, last he's he's been uh, started five, uh, one out of the last six games. Yeah, for a reason at left in left field. Right, showing you like you haven't earned it. He's earned it, and it's nice to see that he is stuck with a lineup
2: basically a little a little consistency that's been nice
1: that's needed yes
2: it looks so good i mean they all just look more comfortable
1: right because they don't have to worry about if they're gonna like where they're gonna play or if they're gonna play even though it's all planned out it's still just like wouldn't you like okay like i love working a nine to five because i know i wake up at eight i go in at nine and then i'm done at five and i come home yeah i like that consistency yeah and i think a the, you know, in any profession, someone would like that, or to at least know their schedule.
2: Yeah, this is still form. their job,
1: right? And that, like knowing that, and not just taking like taking the athlete part out of it. And as a human, I would prefer to have that. Yeah,
2: and I mean, it, 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 it's benefiting the guys the most. Even though Winker didn't see a lot of bench, like when we jumbled up the lineup a lot, like Winker was kind of a staple. Yeah, like he was the guy that stayed in when Puig got an off day, or when you know Shebler, God love his heart, rest in peace. All right, Pui. but I mean Winker, the average's not there, but he's doing exactly what we want him to. Bombs, bombs. What twelve bombs, almost thirty ribs, 10, close to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 10. ten, twelve bombs. I mean, yeah. but that it's there. That's good what you le- Good left-handed bat, and he's for what we have a strong outfield. And
1: he's been struggling with a little bit of a quad issue, so you can. But luckily, he had that single tonight, kind of broke out of that little funk he was going through. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you'll you'll only get better throughout the season. He and and you know what? If he's still a little, little banged up, put Dietrich in left. Right. Then you can put Praz at second and let him fucking swing like an idiot. Yeah. Um. What really got me tonight was that Puig hit, which like it. The, the reason they won was that, but it, I mean, it was Suarez, but like. That was the, the, that was the cat. The, yeah, that was the cat. was the
2: RBI that won the game. What he
1: said after the game was he said, I've been swinging wild at stuff. And then I went up there and I focused and I got what needed. I got the hit and, and what needed to get done. Yeah. I, well, he didn't stumble through it, but it was tough to understand him. Man, his accent's thick and that's not a that's – a, that's just – It's a statement it's a of fact. fact. It's a statement of fact. I'm trying to be an asshole. No. But – why isn't he doing that all the time
2: Well you would like to think that this might be like a good reality check for him where you know we yeah. all, everyone celebrates around him and and the fireworks are going off and the Reds mm-hmm. win and it's because you had a disciplined approach at the plate yeah you kn- we know from the statement you just made that you're capable of having that approach and using yeah. that approach yeah i'm sur- I would I'd say I would say I'm surprised that like Joey Hasn't gotten in his ear a little bit, but Joey's having the same exact problems. I'm sure he has. He I mean, has. I know you they're, I know they're bros. Right. But, and, but, and I mean, and Joey talking, hitting with Yasi is a really sexy idea. Right. But yeah, I mean, even Joseph Daniel right now, he's, uh, he's still just hovering right above 200. Right. He's still just right there, which I don't know. Sure, baby. Yeah, that left over. Popping it over. Oh, yeah. Cool. I found that one over. You did. And so I kept it. And I was like, who needs that? Meow. Little taps. Um.
1: Right. And so he needs to do. I mean, when he was in L.A., he was quoted as saying, um, he's like, at one point when he got signed after to buy out his most of his arbitration, he's like, I got paid. Why do I need to listen to anybody? Now he's in that this is the first time in his career where he's like, I'm in I'm I'm a free agent next year. Yeah. And I think that irked him at the beginning of the year. <coughs> and still a little bit when we talked about that he didn't look comfortable at the at the dish. Yeah. And so now he realized he needs to focus, he needs to actually just hit and just that's, barrel the
2: ball. Just put the ba- just put the ball into play.
1: And that's what the Cubs are so good at. When yeah. You watch them; they manufacture runs. Yeah. And you watch the Reds, and it seems like they're always just pushing to try and smack it. Yeah. Not situational hitting, like you watch with Jose Iglesias. That's what he does. Situational. Hitting. There's
2: also just something I mean about the hitting approach of these teams under Joe Madden. Everyone's just so cool and calm and like cunty and just they <laughs> just seem so in control. Right. You know, I mean, a guy like Chris Bryant, he just kind of saw him. He plays four positions. He's just all over the place. Yeah. And he just seems cool as the other side of the pillow. I don't know. It's just demeanor. What's yeah. in the Cubs? They're just a team that gets it.
1: Well, they got the big dick swinging. Yeah. Can't blame them. They broke the curse. I, w- I would still be right off of that. Yeah, how could you and not? And knowing that you could still be at the tops of the division with a very good team.
2: But, uh, we we were talking before we hit record, uh, you're pretty worried about Sonny.
1: Yeah, man. I mean,
2: Sonny hasn't looked good, but I mean, even when you go the, down into it.
1: The line says fine, which is five innings, like tonight, five innings pitched, three runs, eight Ks, I think. That on paper looks good. It looks fine. It looks adequate. My issue is that he can't fucking... Get past the fifth inning. He can't see the third time through the lineup. And
2: once they've seen him twice, that ball looks really straight. It looks huge. It looks really straight, and it looks like a cantaloupe. Yep. It's yeah. It, no it, matter
1: where his pitch count is, if it's at fifty-five pitches or eighty-five pitches, he can't get through that third go-around. And I don't know what, like, how he fixes it or anything. I, I can't explain it. Yeah. But it just seems like he just gets figured out. Yeah. And that's something that's scary because he's only going to get older, and if he loses that velocity or loses that spin that he has on that curveball, then he's just going to throw up meat wads. Yeah.
2: Yeah, people, it, it just, it, yeah, it looks kind of straight. His ball just looks like it's not moving a ton. It,
1: it, right. It, like that third time through. First time, you're
2: like, fuck.
1: Second time, you're like, ooh. And then that third time, it's like, Whoa, oh, what happened? Yeah. Do you think, I think it's all mental.
2: Everything in pitching, for the most part, is Mitchell. Mental. Yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell. It's, it's Mitchell. It's Mitchell. It's Mitch Hole. <laughs> Mitch Hull. Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, Sonny. That's one side of the coin. I saw somewhere. I think it was ESPN.com that like a bunch of writers voted on who's the Cy Young now, and it was Luis Castillo. And you got him going tomorrow. Yeah, man. For that's the rubber so match, exciting baby against K- Kitana. Uh, I'ma be there. Oh, yeah. Diamond? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Holmes, he was talking to me about it today. He said, you got diamond seeds tomorrow. Oh, you get to see Castillo from 30 feet away. hmm You bitch. <laughs> that's dope, man. Dude, yeah. Good I'll... for you. You deserve it. Eh, well, You're a nasty boy.
1: That's true. I deserve everything I get. That's very true. It's, it's... but no, it's but like. But now
2: more than ever, it's like, I get... You, you get to go to that game and then come back and report. Yeah. It's research. Of course. Just and just being I'll, responsible. And I'll, yeah, I'm very responsible.
1: <laughs> and I'll throw it up on some Instagram stuff so you get to see how filth, that filth, hmm. and how many hot dogs I eat. I, I I'm not going to drink a whole lot. I'm going to try and... I think I'm going to...
2: Remember the game? Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's always tough down there.
2: Yeah, it is. All because, you can eat and drink.
1: Dude, <clears throat> I, there, was, there was one time I was down there with Jake and Adam Bass, and I was just like, boys... We're on a time clock. We're on yeah. a clock here. We get to drink until the top seven. And then after that, we can have maybe two more in there after the game. So, tick-tock, let's go. One we, And so, we. I had, during the game, I had seven gin and tonics. I'm like, one and inning. Let's go. We're, one at inning. Yeah, I was I was thirsty. So, but now it's like that luster is kind of worn off. I'm like an adult.
2: <laughs> and I'm like,
1: I'll have one and... Try and have a hot dog in inning. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Just switch it up the medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. an artist, dude.
1: You know I can always swap the vices. There it is. It's fine. So, but yeah, I'll get to fucking see it up close and watch Quintana, who's also been solid. Yeah. And watch watch that stuff up close.
2: Be a fun time, man. It'll be great.
1: But that'll be that'll be great. And if what's we, your
2: record at games this year? Uh... Been to what six or seven?
1: I've been to seven. Uh, they won opening day. They won that Saturday. Uh, lost. Oh shit! I'm like two and five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's brutal.
2: You alright? Am I losing you? No, I'm sorry. No, I'm just yawning. No, no. you're
1: bored. No, you're bored. And that I'm, hurts my no, feelings. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I really am not bored. I, know, I really am not you.
2: bored at all. I'm <laughs> no, just, I just, I do this. Yeah. I, know, I mean, bro. you're you're more tired than I am. Yeah, but I'm just
1: you, running on. I'm on that like that res, the, the
2: fumes. Don't find this guy yawning.
1: Hell no, uh, so here's what we got coming up,
2: dude. If we can take tomorrow, I'm shocked. That would be huge. That's huge. That would be huge.
1: Um, and then you've got three at home against the Dodgers. Uh, I'll be at the ballpark Friday and probably Sunday. So if you see me, tap me and go, "Hey, you're a nasty boy." I'll go, "Yeah," and I'll buy you a beer. Hell yeah. Um, God,
2: could you? That, that would be pretty sweet. I Taking try. a series from the Cubs. Oh, oh, about oh, that you know, about oh, yeah, make Captain. someone make Billy cry, yeah, yeah, cry. yeah, yeah, go point at him and say the new nasty boys. I was saying, if we took a series from the Cubs, yeah, that'd be pretty badass
1: that'd be huge that'd be that would make That's... that would make me not worried about like if I mean let's be realistic, I mean, Mo Egger's been preaching it, and now it's trickled down to Tony Pike because he can't form his own opinions yet, um. <laughs> But <laughs> sorry, uh, no, I'm not. Um, that the window's closing because you have the, till the trade deadline to make some moves because you've got these guys all in one year deals, and that's kind of what we talked about too with <coughs> with Sam um, about like if they bl- do you want some water? I've got beer. <laughs> yeah, beer.
2: Ugh.
1: If, if it's like when, when you burn it down and when you ship off pieces. And if you are in last, even though in a very competitive division. You're
2: still in last place. Right. Getting beat by the teams in the division, and it's very easy to justify right. just selling it.
1: Yeah. And you kind of hope that the Brewers to keep going in a downward trend. Uh, I do. Uh, because, I mean, their starting pitching is still like hot trash. The Yelich is carrying them with Lorenzo Cain. You know that that's not a sustainable winning model, um, at all. And Jeffress isn't right, and Hater's a little off. So there's it's, there's some room to catch up. Uh, the Pirates lost Jameson Tyon
2: Yes, for the season. It's a big. That's huge. That's big. That's huge. He was going to get up. Yeah. So there's wiggle room there. I mean, this next little run is just. It, there's really no easy runs. I mean, we've looked a little bit into the future, but one more against the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Three against the Dodgers. Then we got the brew. Then we're playing Christian Yelich.
1: All I ask, all I want, don't get swept by the Dodgers. That
2: would that would just be one. a, a nutbreaker. If we win tomorrow and yeah. go into this series against the Dodgers at home, twenty and twenty-four,
1: and then just immediately get a break. and then
2: just get completely smoked.
1: I like that matchup a lot.
2: Rich Hill and Disco.
1: Yeah. But he's a soft tosser like Hendricks. Yeah. So like that's a little scary. He can place it when he wants to. Do we make him look like the next coming of Greg Maddox? Like we we've made
2: a couple guys look like Nolan Ryan we, this year.
1: We made Fierce look like he was Chris fucking Sale.
2: You you pull the uh. What are we in one
1: run games? In one run games, we are seven and twelve.
2: Seven and twelve. First off, nineteen one run games. Is just too many to be involved in at this point in the season. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I know it's just too many, whether it's nine right. to eight, but we're not talking about nine to eight ball games. Yeah. We lost on that Saturday against the Giants twelve to one, but that's not our typical one run loss. No. It's one nothing, three two two, two, two one, three one you know, it's yeah. bad. Right. And then the numbers for two runs games. It's a bigger sample
1: size, but it's still around the same average.
2: Yeah, but seven and twelve in a one-run game, man. If you just win, if you just go five hundred at those, we're a five hundred ball team. Yeah, flip it. You're competing for first. Oh boy.
1: I mean, and, I mean, it's look. And I, I still have this written on the whiteboard, and I have it on there for a reason. Last year we started off three and fifteen. It's going to be a constant reminder that when I look back, I go, "We're lucky." It's better than it was, but I still have expectations. Yeah. So, um, you know, you you need to win. You needed to win tonight. Not it wasn't a must win. That fucking bullshit. It was you needed to to keep the momentum yeah, rolling. There's no.
2: It's, it's not a must win this early in the season, but right. a win, a win tonight. Okay, let's say it like this: If we went out and got beat again mm-hmm. by one run in extra innings. You're... That you that takes the wind out of your sails. You're ah. in the doldrums. Sets you up to put pressure on yourself when you're at the dish. Because, yeah, then you're pressing the next game not to get swept. And then if you get swept, then you got three against the Dodgers. Gotcha. And you're in
1: a huge hole.
2: And then you could then you fuck around and you're 0-6 in your last six games. Yeah. So tonight was huge. I'm not saying that winning was as big a deal as if we had lost... But it's certainly a fucking better situation to be in. Way better. You know, and, th- you'd lose this game. That's a gut punch. Right.
1: Imagine, so just thinking about this, like, we constantly talk, like, everyone talks about when, when is everyone good? when are we going to go on a run? Yeah. <clears throat> this is when it can start. Because yeah. there was timely hitting, and it wasn't forced. Yeah. You. I mean, you saw that with Puig, you saw that with everybody. So, like, and that's what's been holding this entire team back. That's the... That's the facet.
2: That's the fat.
1: You want to go on a run now before you go on a run in June. Because if you go on like a 20 and 25 run, go on that kind of run in June, think
2: about what is right around the corner. The All-Star break and it all ends. It's what happened last year. Exactly. Yeah, it's what happened last year. Do you remember how fun it was going to the All-Star break? Yes. We were winning. Yep. We got to send Scooter to the All-Star game. We got to send Suarez to the All-Star game. It was a blast. And Votto and they all Joey looked great. Joey V and they all crushed it. Yeah. Man. Scooter tied it up with that bomb in left and right field. Yeah, we didn't even bring him up when we were talking about it. I mean, it kind of it goes assumed because he's a little ways out, but like.
1: That's... I mean, Sam brought it up. We talked about, like, you know, you can get him on a cheaper deal since he's been hurt if yeah. you want to re sign him. Yeah. But you got to see what he does with this bat when he comes back. And, well, what seems like will be, what, late June?
2: Probably. Scary. Yeah, it is scary.
1: But um, but you have some 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 opportunities coming up. I mean, you've got four against. I mean, after you go after you go to Milwaukee for two and the Cubs for three, you know, you, you you could realistically take two from the Brewers. Yeah. Just don't let just walk Yelich.
2: Yeah, for real.
1: <laughs> That's just walk him and then go from there. Um, you know, and you go to Wrigley, just win one. You got Pirates and Nationals. You can win you can win Four to five out of the
2: six games. Absolutely, so. gone a little run. I mean, Dodgers. If you if you if the bats stay hot and the pitching's there, I don't know. We've we've that's the thing. Is like the Dodgers have dominated us what twice this year?
1: Uh, you mean in the oh in the, the three out of the three games? Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Was it two times? We played them three times. I feel like it was really ugly once.
1: It was really ugly. And then it was
2: competitive. We won one. And then it was competitive for a game I don't know, I can't remember if it was like tight, tight, tight And then they blew it open But I just remember like, I don't know it, it, We at least played them Oh no,
1: we got swept by the Dodgers There was, it was The first uh, one was 3-4 to four when, Pat, when Shock hit yeah. that bomb Yeah, I remember chest. that Then it was 1-6 to six, and that last one 2-3 yeah. Look at that, two run, yeah, one exactly.
2: run games Two one run games and the one we lost We scored a run and you can't win by scoring a run Yep Yeah, that's ugly but no, it, who cares? We're going to be back doing this next week and every week for the rest of the season. So I, I feel you know, good. I, I feel good too. It's and fun to
1: watch if if you just start hitting a little bit, just situational hitting, and kind of stop thinking about the bombs.
2: Yeah, I I was up at the Bell and the Bear today, uh, up at go uh, up across from Go Bananas, and I was talking, watching the Reds game tonight, and talking to a couple old fogies. They're just as they're Cincinnati boys. You know they're wearing the fucking camo Bengals hats. Oh yeah, like they're they're about. in there. Mm-hmm. And but man, was, yeah, but it was optimistic. Like they were they liked watching this game and this mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. So I felt good about it. They were watching it and they knew every you know they were like they knew all the intricacies and they were watching it and they were into it. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. I mean, we started talking about the record and how we've been playing, and they're like. You know, pretty typical Cincinnati fan, it, but but with an optimistic lilt. It was be. fun to watch. There should be. And it, that was good to see who on a, you know, judging a book by its cover, I would be like, oh, yeah, these guys probably just shit talk everyone on the team. Right. But they're sitting there talking about, I'm, I'm talking about boys who, like, I was judging them. Yeah. I was judging them. And they were like, you know, yeah, Joey's bat's still not there, but you got to have him in the clubhouse, and he'll come around. And yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, okay, we got you know maybe Wood around the corner. May, uh, you know, I, we'll say after the All Star break, we'll That's, have Wood and Scooter.
1: You hope, you hope with Wood. I think we'll have. I hope, I hope to God we have Scooter sooner. I just want him just to just get going, and he's another little spark plug, Mikey Webs <laughs> Mikey Webbs. So, um. Yeah, it's it's fine, it's still fine. It's it's early ish, middle of June. Let's 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 kind of hope That's when you can start run. worrying it. Yeah, exactly. Not worry, but like enough where you're like, okay, where we gotta we gotta, you gotta stay competitive. Gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah, and the we're number a shows quarter away through the season. Still a plus twenty eight run differential. It's gonna pop.
2: Eventually, it will start. Hop hop hopping our way, baby. Hop pop, pop. Pop, pop. So we are still here in the NL Eastern Division. Yeah, we are. And uh, today we're gonna roast the Ass Hat Atlanta Braves. We're taking them down.
1: Didn't go. Mal- didn't as not as good as Malfeasant, but Ass Hat Atlanta. That sounds nice.
2: It's a little bit of a uh, alliteration. A little bit. A little bit. I like it. Malfeasant is ACT prep. Thank you. But Ass Hat. Everyone gets that they they're in. Yeah, these Braves are some asshats.
1: Also, uh, as always, you can click on a link in the description for the slideshow, and you can view it and follow it with us. One day, I will buy a camera. It helps. It will happen. It helps. And I will set up a. I will set up a TV. I will eventually do that. But at the, in the meantime, until then, take the effort. You want us to buy a camera? You want us to buy a TV? Here's here's a few ways you can do that. You can use the code for SeatGeek. You can use code i I'm going to tell you, we make some scratch off that. A little bit. Guess what? Not to brag. Armchair 25, mybookie.he. Come on.
2: Do it. You guys, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you gamble on sports. Come on. Because <laughs> we're odds makers, baby. We're odds makers. What do you say, man? We set the odds. Set it and here's Forget another. Forget it.
1: Here's something odd. We still have zero Patreon followers. Not a one. Not a one. So come on. Get in here. Uh oh, here we go. There's uh the t- Twitter's still blowing up a little bit from that uh from the Sam LeCure retweeted It was crazy while following that today. Sam LeCure's mom liked it.
2: That was really exciting. Uh,
1: Brian Giesenlaw's wife liked it.
2: Shout out to uh, Mother Giesenthal
1: Mama Gies Gies.
2: Yeah, that Gies was really cool.
1: Mikes. It was very sweet. Um. So um. But yeah. Also, do you like the pictures? Here we go. Yeah, I mean, how's on. it going?
2: No, I saw it. Uh, for those of you uh, not looking at the slideshow like a bunch of chodes, yeah, then not really. I love you guys. Um, yeah, the Atlanta, the asshat Atlanta Braves with pictures of the Covenant Catholic kid screaming at that Indian guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I could
1: not. And then the super racist Braves logo. Yeah, man, it's very bad. Where he's doing the squaw or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and just yelling, and it's bad.
2: It's not good.
1: No, it's not. So, GM Alex Anthopopolis. is that how you say it? Sure. I'm going to roll with that. He looks like if Turtle from Entourage took up competitive eating. <laughs> That's who he looks like. Fuck.
2: Fuck, I yeah. I was trying to figure out how he looked like.
1: And then uh, Anthopopoulos is actually a Greek god. He's the Greek god of
2: too much hair gel. Did not know that. Yeah. You learn something every day. <laughs> 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 Alex Anthropopolis, Alex Anthropology. uh, He he looks like he used to be a child actor. (laughs) He was like in a like a like a local boy band.
1: You know what he was in? uh, He was in uh, Jerry Maguire.
2: That's right. God, he's the. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I thought I recognized him from somewhere. Yeah. This dude, he looks. I mean, he's like really good at his job. Mm-hmm. he's 41 he's a whiz kid he's like really good at his he's job very good but he looks like he hired a pickup artist to help him in college <laughs> he read the book and then he reached out to the guy on his myspace it was a whole thing
1: uh, the prince of persuasion yeah, yeah like for Bob's Burgers. yeah just
2: be mean to him
1: yeah until they come back yeah they'll always em. come back
2: uh brian how do you is
1: snitker N- brian snitker Uh, Manager, Brian Snitker. Snitker sounds like the term for when you shove a candy bar up someone's ass to make them nutter butter.
2: Hey, oh yeah, maybe all them candy bars. Snitker sounds racist.
1: It, yeah. Snitker? It's bad. It's not easy. What's worse? Mookie or Snitker? (sighs) That's, I gotta make that a poll.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what is a more racist name? Brian Snitker. He looks, maybe. he's 63 and he looks like he's been 63 for his entire <laughs>
1: life. <laughs> um, I wrote this joke before you shaved your head.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Brian is so old and bald, bald, he was the inspiration for the cue ball. <laughs> Kate, okay. I'm a big fan of this one. Okay, just want to let you know. Okay.
2: Don't ice is. me. I'm not icing you.
1: Brian is so old, he calls his nuts the dead balls era.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's it's baseball. It's a, yeah, no, it's a good joke. That's a good matchup. Yeah, up. no, it's all sorts of stuff.
1: And then lastly, and then I'll be done with the, with this uh, racist piece. I'm not, I don't know if he is, but I'm just assumed. guessing. Just assumed. Well, Brian has been in the Braves organization in some capacity since 1977. He went from player... To minor league coach, to minor league manager, to major league coach, to major league manager, and now to the grandpa at the dinner table, you have to remind, you can't say that anymore.
2: Yeah, that's enough out of you, Mm -mm. You (laughs) Snitker.
1: Can't use your last name like that Yeah, quit
2: saying it. (laughs) It sounds like you're saying your last name, but you're not.
1: Yeah, that's a hard TC.
2: Uh, Brian Snigger I just I'm curious was all of his skin grafted onto his body <laughs> he's got like seven people's skin on his body that's a cadaver skin right <laughs> it's bad look Brian
1: it looks like he's already donated himself to science
2: <laughs> yeah dude if he does his job right he could be coaching a lot of good players for a long time. <laughs> I
1: know. And that's what's crazy when you keep going through this lineup.
2: We'll get to them. Yeah. My god. No, that's crazy. No, that's wild. They're just babies. Yeah, they're all oh, baby baby babies.
1: Catcher Brian McCann. Brian McCann has his own wine. It's called the McCann Merlot, where 100% of the proceeds are donated to charity, and it's
2: 100% made out of his dip spit. Yo, it's not good. Mm-mm. Do I get a little bit of wintergreen up front
1: yeah,
2: oh that's long cut yeah very nice I like it a nice pulpy wine <laughs> tasty uh, dude, he looks like Clint Eastwood is his favorite actor for all the wrong reasons <laughs> uh, and his beard looks like it's growing against his will <laughs> he doesn't even want it to be happening I love that he's like his
1: favorite actor is Clint Eastwood for all the wrong reasons Just like I liked him in Gran Turismo Gran Turismo, the, the, the movie where he was racist, that movie great. Yeah,
2: Gran Turismo, it was so good. I can I remember a bunch of words from Gran Turismo. <laughs> and
1: I use them every day now.
2: I'd like to say, yeah, the G-O-O-K is a part of my everyday <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs>
1: You know, I ain't slanted towards him, but you know
2: what I mean. <laughs> oh, zingarang, baby. Come on,
1: we're firing on all cylinders here.
2: Uh Freddie Friedman down there in the first base, the cold corner.
1: Yeah, uh Freddie Freeman, he looks like if Buzz grew up knowing they left Kevin back at home. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie Freeman has an on base percentage of four oh nine this season. Yikes. And has a nine oh six lifetime tooth to mouth ratio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's a little off in the mouth. A little bit. It's a little off. Um, Freddie Freeman, you know, what can you say about Freddie Freeman that hasn't already been said about every possum on Earth? (laughs) (laughs) He's just got a scary face. Do you
1: know where he lives? Where does he live? Inside an old grill.
2: Don't say. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Kingsford? Oh, probably. Kingsford, that's cool. He's got a summer home and a dumpster. Yeah, he's (laughs) a good
1: charcoal smut (laughs) there.
2: He uh, he looks like he got bit, but then stopped turning into a vampire halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the eyebrows, man. He's just a fierce looking dude.
1: So he did half an interview for a vampire.
2: Yeah, oh, there it is. Come
1: on. (laughs) God, I'm feeling it.
2: Barely got by. (laughs) He Wait, just uh, barely got the Ooh. half of an interview. Ooh, you
1: got you just got scraped with some teeth.
2: You ain't going. God, this, this guy.
1: Ozzy Albies. Uh, his full name is Ozahenio Yurdi Hiandro Ozzy Albies. If he had one more name, I'd have bingo.
2: Hey! <laughs> Come on. Bingo.
1: Question. What's more of a stretch? Chris Welsh saying he doesn't know the difference between $35 million and $85 million, or... Ozzy's neck.
2: It's a long neck. It's who it's a long neck. And he's short. Yeah. His neck is most of his body. He's neck and neck with he, Jesse yeah. Winker's neck. <laughs> he's five foot eight, mostly neck. Most <laughs> Yeah, he's got an eight inch neck. He's five feet tall. <laughs> Ozzie Albies. He's gonna he, be a good ball player, man.
1: Do you know Ozzy signed a seven year thirty-five million dollar contract extension this season? It's such an asinine, terrible
2: contract. It sounds more like Ozzy Osbourne signed it. <laughs> you know, it, it, he did. He, his contract was one of the worst of all time until you take into consideration that uh, Ozzy Albies is actually two kids in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got a pretty good deal.
1: Oof, man. Did they split it down the middle?
2: Yeah, right down the middle. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money for two 10-year-olds. <laughs> Maybe not like an adult man, but two 10-year-olds in a trench coat? That's a lot. They're taking fucking $17 million, seventeen point five, all the way to the bank, son. Wow, that's a little Farmville credit. <laughs> Dude, they can play Farmville until the cows come home. Well,
1: they're at home because they're playing Farmville.
2: Uh, Ozzy Albies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ozzy Albies, if he looked any more like a rodent, Brian McCann would eat him. <laughs> <laughs> He Hello. is a little mousy looking fuck.
1: Yeah, he is.
2: Yeah, but he's, you God. know, probably going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I mean, he's very good. I know that's a crazy thing to say, I but, know. like, he's 22. Uh, Think about and this. Filthy. Uh
1: filthy. In, if injuries don't happen to him, he's at least plus. Like yeah. F- career plus. Yeah. It's, dude, they're going to be so filthy if they figure out this pitching. I right know. Uh, we don't touch on a lot of them, like Max Fried and, like, yeah. Socora. Those two dudes, those rookies. And they have more of the farm they can just fucking bring up.
2: Man, it just shows you what a crapshoot it is with baseball. Yeah. Like, scout your ass off. Obviously, scouts are so important. Shout out Danny Samet. Yeah. But scouts are important, but, like, it is a crapshoot, man. You just see these teams, and it's like, oh, wow. They're going to make a World Series and have their starting lineups making $575,000 a year. Right. Wow. That kind of just all happened at the same time. Right. How how perfect. And that's just kind of how it works in baseball. Yeah. You can go out and get the big names, but like sure. it's just going to take you to just catch a couple studs. Yeah. And pay them nothing. Right. Yeah.
1: Like, look at the Padres with yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr.
2: Yeah, dude. We'll get to those Fox. Yeah, I mean, but, but dude, the fact that this kid, like... We got, we got uh, Gino for what six years, sixty six, or like seven years, sixty six. Uh, six years, fifty five. Six years, fifty five. I mean, that's an amazing fucking deal. That's stupid. especially with the way he's hitting right now, coming off the season he had last year. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that's looking like a pretty sweet deal. Uh, yeah. This kid for almost a decade for five million a year. Yikes! That seems like you could take it to court. I know. Like uh, you know he you know who uh shares an agent with him? Hmm. Craig Kimbrell. Well that fucking guy, how does he have a job?
1: Wow. That guy is He a
2: got guy. he got Albies five mil a year for seven years and he got K- Craig Kimbrell not a job.
1: Jesus, my cat <laughs> could be his yeah, agent. Yeah, your
2: cat could be his agent. But
1: much better at it.
2: Ernie Lombardi's bobblehead. Could be sitting on the table could be a better agent. Yeah. Seven seven years thirty-five.
1: God damn, that's terrible.
2: And I you know, I would like to think that Albies didn't just get completely railroaded on this. Right. It would be cool if he was just like, thirty-five million dollars is more money than I've ever thought I'd ever have. Right. That would be a, that would be cool. If he mm. was just like, man, I'm, I'm fucking here a Sal I'm fine <laughs> Like I'm, right. My life is cool But it's still It's just in comparison To what the other these These other people Are getting paid yeah. He just fucked So many young prospects Out of money Like all right. these people That are like You know They got their eyeballs Up looking at Machado's deal And Harper's yeah. deal And all this stuff Like Yeah What are you gonna get What are you gonna get Nick Sinzel Doesn't like that deal
1: No Well that's why They're gonna strike
2: Yeah I mean,
1: yeah. and I think that's why a lot of these people are signing extensions now. I mean, that's clearly, I mean, that's what's going to be. It's like, then I can keep getting paid while we're not working.
2: And then I'm just chilling. You know, Ozzy probably doesn't think about this, but like when we go on strike, he's going to be making $5 million. Right. Which is not a bad deal.
1: No, it's pretty great.
2: Yeah, not You know, a bad I would deal. take $5 million to sit at home. To be 23? Yeah. And sit <sighs> in your mansion?
1: Dude, think about just the smash train you'd be on. Could you imagine? Jesus.
2: You're not playing. All you got to do is just, like, moderately stay in shape and just try not to get AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good life.
1: Yeah. Magic nailed half of it.
2: Mm. He got it. You see what it got him. AIDS rotted his brain. He quit. He no-called, no-showed the Lakers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to go back to the winning team, the Dodgers. I'm
2: going to start a vlog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, is there any baseball player that got AIDS that you can think of?
2: I mean, besides me, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't They're pretty cool. Think of all the down-home ones. Everyone in Major League Baseball has herpes. That's true. I didn't know if you knew that. I, 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 I found that out researching every roster, but seriously, yeah. every Major League Baseball player except players on the Reds have herpes. herpes? Yeah, I believe that. Statistically, it's I yeah. don't know. It's science. Look yeah. it up. Did you know that
1: everyone on the Cardinals still has chlamydia?
2: That's crazy. In yeah. today's world, I know they just got it and didn't treat it. They yeah. like like having chlamydia. They in love the, it in St. Louis. Yeah. What red, says St. Louis? Like red birds, red. Chlamydia. Dicks. Yeah, there it is. They big fan of discharge down there. Oh. love God. it. Love the Cardinals it. just love it. And Goldschmidt didn't even have it. No, yeah, but he got there never had sex with anyone, Mm -hmm. got chlamydia. Wow. I know, it's crazy. That's insane. It's just something floating around in Bush Stadium. There's got to be. Probably dirty bush. A lot of dirty (laughs) bush. Male and female. We include everyone in here. Everyone in St. Louis is disgusting.
1: We're all encasing. Yeah, yeah. No matter your gender.
2: Very inclusive. No matter your gender, suck my fucking dick (laughs) if if you're a Cardinals fan.
1: (laughs) I call this my dick, and all of you suck it. Yeah, go ahead for it. You
2: already have Hmm. chlamydia. Have it.
1: Uh, Now let's move on to Josh Donaldson Whew, That mullet and the whole greasy look He has going on uh, Makes him look like he's another bad injury Away from having to just pick up his shift at the jiffy loop. Yeah there it is man go down
2: there Come on man I'm clocking in uh, Did you know he's from Pensacola Florida And nothing has ever made more sense <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never ever Never ever Of course you are Yeah you are you fucking asshole. I thought he was more like uh, Pensacola That's more south not trash handle right <laughs> That's more tip, not. not it, it's tip. It's tip, not Grundle.
2: It's yeah, it's tip, not Grundle, but okay. it's got a real Grundle vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like it's so big that it wraps around under and it touches the Grundy.
2: Grundle's such a great word.
1: It's uh, just funny. Oh, I love grundles <laughs> so grundle. much. And I think I'm gonna start calling it the Grundy.
2: Oh, get your old Grundy. Oh, you're getting grund- them undies getting them Grundies,
1: because you got a stench going on. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> You got Vinigy in your Grundy? <laughs> uh, his nickname is the Bringer of Thunder. But that mullet na- says his nickname should be Bringer of
2: that weird nut-covered cheese ball. Yeah, no one really likes it, man. It's and trash. we can tell you bought it from Big Lots. You, you didn't make it. <laughs> we can tell, Josh. I'm
0: just imagining that
1: Big Lots has a refrigerated food section. Yeah, oh yeah. It's just those cheese, those cheese things, and then it's just like old, tiny weenies. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just cans of Vienna sausages that came open... (laughs) <laughs> They're, <out. laughs> They're like, oh, God damn it! there's holes punctured in all these. Put them in the deli. <laughs> we put holes in the top so we can let the rats breathe. Yeah, what do you want me to do, what man? Do you just fucking suffocate rats in your sausages?
1: Hell no, we let them suffocate in the pool noodles.
2: Yeah, it's goddamn right, man. That's it's right. a classy joint around here.
1: Uh, there was a controversy last season of Josh's health when he got traded to the Cleveland Indians because the Yankees and Red Sox also wanted to trade for him. But that mullet says the controversy Josh is dealing with is if, is if he's going to get to see his kids again. Yeah,
2: that's all I need, man. I just need to see my kids once. Tell them I'm sorry and then move on. I'm sorry. Tell Denise that
1: next time I take them dirt back and I will make them wear helmets, but I'm not going to.
2: Yeah, listen, they're already dumb now. (laughs) They're my kids. Listen, they're already (laughs) water-headed. What do you want me to do?
1: I'm I'm trying to pop the water out of their head, but i have them
2: wear a helmet and crash these these goddamn
1: dirt bikes. What do you want me to do? (laughs) I'm
2: trying to be a good dad. I'm
1: trying to be responsible enough For my
2: kids. I'm just trying to raise my kids the way I was raised. (laughs) Josh Donaldson, he looks like he's the kind of guy that would be like, uh, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a really cool guy with sick-ass hair and big muscles with a gun. (laughs) It's like, Josh, you're just talking about yourself. And he's like, I fucking know I am, man. (laughs) I know it. I'm going to fucking kill someone someday (laughs) in the name of me. <laughs> the bringer thunder don't I look like Stallone with herpes God damn just boo boo boo, boo. you know I mean one year 20 million wowzers I mean he had a couple really stellar years in Toronto he was like he, a couple. yeah he was co- I mean 40 good. plus home run years MVP very good MVP uh the fact that he's on this team just means that the Braves are good and yep. like their record it, it's kind of like us right now, aren't they? 21 and 21. Yeah, they're I think they're they're, they're right at 500.
1: And they're also in an Uber competitive division. Yeah.
2: I mean, they've got the they've got Harper. Dude, ha- dude, just going back to LaCure one time. How great was it that that look was just like
1: Did you see that stat today about Harper? No. He's batting 222 and he's got the most strikeouts ever in his career.
2: Yeah. No way Yeah I mean Lacure was quick on it He was just like Yeah he's had one good season Yep One good year Guy's making more money Than anyone in the Or besides Mike
1: Yeah It's cause fucking ESPN And MLB now We're He's just
2: a sexy boy Yep He makes you money In other ways Yeah he, he, All he has to do Is just be like a Hot Mediocre Hot Yeah Right fielder
1: Yeah Oh look at his exit velocity Yeah but look at the rest Of his numbers
2: Yeah Exit velocity is up there. He's got to hit it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can hit it 109, but.
2: Did you see Vlad Jr.'s exit velocities? Aww. Both of his home runs were plus 113. Gorgeous. 113 miles an hour. Turned around 95 mile per hour yeah. the other way.
1: How cool was it that Vlad Jr. hit his first and second career home runs at Oracle Park, the same place where his dad won the home run derby? Pretty
2: dope. That's cool. And as they fuck. were. Hater Salads. Yeah. They were Gandhi. That first one was I, 50 feet over the, fr- the center field wall.
1: I thought that was going to hit it was the crazy. fucking Jumbotron. He fucking
2: there. crushed it. God. It's cool to watch. Youngest, I, youngest player in Blue Jays history to hit a home run. I got to buy a jersey. Besides Danny Ainge? Yeah. That Danny Ainge? Dude. Like the guy who played for the Celtics. <laughs> yes. That guy. Same guy. Hit a home run for the yeah. Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. That's fucking yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, and Al
2: Horford also plays for the Red Sox. I didn't know that. Yeah, well. It was that Danny A. Small world. Who fucking knew Who would have thought? This. Okay.
1: Ronald Acuna Jr. Scouts say he has a bulldog like approach to the plate, but my eyes say he has a bulldog like face. Yes, he does. Rough, rough, rough. Rough, rough. Woof, woof. Uh, like Ozzy, he signed an offseason extension. His eight years, $100 million deal. These deals are fucking steals. Are we sure that Alex Anthopoulos, The is is, is
2: is the GM and it's not just Danny Ocean? I think he is. He's these playing him. They're heist. Yeah, yeah, they're just playing him. Where's George Clooney in all this?
1: He's probably just... Clooney,
2: Pitt, Cheadle. I'm looking at all you guys. Where are you? Where are you? Julia Roberts... You think you're getting a fucking free pass on this? Mm-mm. You're heisting these guys. Heisting. Catherine Zeta-Jones, call me. Eight years, hundred. Eight years, hundred mil to a 21 year old. Um, even as good as Acuna is, like that. You know, maybe it ain't fair by the standards of what it is, but like that's yeah. still pretty.
1: His projected war, like he should be making like 330 million.
2: Yeah, I know, man. Good for the Braves. <laughs>
0: Good yeah.
1: for the fucking Braves. Great Brave for the Braves. I mean, bad fuck. for the Union. Bad
2: for everything else. Yeah, yeah. it's just bonkers. And this, I mean, he is—he's such a—he's such like a soft-faced little boy. I know he's twenty-one years old. Twenty-one. He, he lived in Atlanta for a full year and couldn't drink.
1: Yeah, and then they said, "Here's a bunch of money." Yeah,
2: he's like one cup of lean away from just quitting baseball, <laughs> <and> tra- <laughs> dropping a mixtape. <laughs> Someone's going to get into him, and it's just not going to be good. Oh, he's going to lay me on Bellet. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but his middle name is actually Matata. Really? Yeah, yeah. Ronald Matata Kuna. It's just backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they that- got it wrong. They loved the music, but it was just backwards. I
1: really want to make that a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Ronald Akuna Matata. He Matata Matata is- Kuna.
1: He's getting raped with his contract extension. Ronald Coon and Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: he is. But, you know, he's probably going to win a World Series with a Braves add-on.
1: Oh, dude, they have to win one with this core. Yeah. And think about this. Camargo's just behind Donaldson. Yeah. Who's also very good. Who could be very good.
2: Donaldson go off hit 40 home runs again this year.
1: <sighs> yeah.
2: Fuck these guys no, <laughs> and their very very bright future. Very
1: good. Do you have anything else on him?
2: That's me. Uh, he looks like a claymation character. I like that. Yeah, he does. Very Wallace and Gromedy.
1: Mm, God, those, those movies shaped me as a in my comedy me career. Me too. Dude,
2: they were kind of dark.
1: The robot pants. They were like one. scary. R- the wrong trousers. Yeah,
2: dude. Wrong trousers. Wrong trousers. Yeah, that was a spooky episode. Look it up. Look,
1: so great. Uh, Nick Markakis. Uh, Nick doesn't look like a ball player. He looks like he should be owning a shady nightclub that traffics humans in the back. Hell
2: yeah, cash only, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got an ATM. Service fee nine dollars. <laughs> 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 it goes all towards human trafficking.
1: Nine dollars because I got to pay nine nine year olds a couple bucks. Yeah, yikes. Uh, Nick has had a long and severely underrated career. Nick has bad. His it has a career average of two eighty nine. He's batted under one, under two sixty once. He's won three Golden Gloves and a Silver Slugger. And finally, last year he was an All Star. But yet, his still, his teammates still call him Borat every day. Yeah,
2: it's not. It doesn't seem fair.
1: that's bullshit.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's not okay. I don't like that. No, nah, me either. Uh, Nick Marcakis, One thing about him, though, he could shave his scraggly beard and somehow look more homeless. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a scary face, dude. He does. He's like, he looks like he's one drone strike away from radicalizing. <laughs> 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 he's just He was like, Obama third term. It's over. No. It's done. Toasted. He is, though. He's a good ball player. Good big leaguer.
1: He's been solid forever.
2: Really good big league ball player. And
1: he was stuck on such, like, a very good, like, there was that stretch where Baltimore was very Nasty. good.
2: Yeah, their pitching staff was just bonkers.
1: But he was so good, and Adam Jones was so good, but yet, like... You know, think about this. He signed a one-year, three million dollar extension. Nothing. Nothing. He was also about to look for a job, and he's been consistently above average.
2: He, and he's he been, been yeah, club it. Yep, he's Dietrich with a higher batting average. Yeah, he's like Dietrich who hits for average, a guy right. who just kind of bounced around, good everywhere, but like just couldn't find a home.
1: Well, he just stayed in Atlanta
2: Well, good for him He, uh, you know, he's got that 10-year money Yeah He's taken care of for life
1: Uh, starting pitcher, Mike Fultiniewicz faulty
2: Fultiniewicz?
1: I don't know I, Fultiniewicz I, I, I always fuck up his last
2: name Doesn't matter It's just the Y, and it
1: really gets me um, Way
2: too many consonants
1: But, you know, it doesn't get me Is that he looks like Big Bird if he uh, lived off of only edibles
2: Yes, he did. I said... (laughs) (laughs) come on. No, no. I said uh, it looks like he tested positive for performance-diminishing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) PDDs.
1: PDD, dude. He has a tattoo on his right index finger that says, Got a Jet? Sick. Supposed to remind him to calm down and stay focused. On the other index finger, it says... Got a lighter, bra?
2: <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. He looks like he eats the placenta of strangers' babies. <laughs> he just shows up. He's like, I just heard it's like really like natural and good for you. Could I get your placenta, man? Dude, somebody already called dibs on the centa. Super farm to table, man. I just like really like it organic. I'll eat it off your baby, dude. Dude, beef the table. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh he he's turned into, you know, a bit of a stud. Yeah. He was
1: he kind of flamed out in Houston. They swapped him and then, you know, kinda put it together.
2: Yeah, Houston just has like every good player in the league came up through their organization. It's it's nuts. Stupid. What are they doing?
1: Um okay, I'm gonna let you know that I went very hard in the paint on our first Hall of Famer. Old chip? Two, four, six.
2: All right, go for it.
1: Here we go. Uh, It's Chipper Jones, everybody. Chipper Jones, new look, says he's auditioning to be the next Colonel Sanders.
2: (laughs) Yes, he does.
1: Uh, Chipper Jones, great baseball name, but it'd be a better tree removal company name.
2: Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones, tree removal. We'll get them done, man. Chipper Jones and Chainsaw Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Why can't I be cool enough to be Chainsaw Billy? You are Chainsaw Billy in your heart. That's right. That's right. I'm touching it now. You rip shit up.
1: Uh, Chipper Jones is on wife number three. Hell yeah, baby! Uh, his first wife, he was married to from 1992 to 2000, but they ended up getting divorced because he was having an affair with a Hooters waitress and ended up giving birth to their first to his firstborn.
2: His firstborn kid was a
1: bastard child. Yeah, um, which is why when you fuck a Hooters waitress, you wear a bib and bring extra wet naps. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then Chipper went on to marry a different lady named Sharon. They had three kids, and one of them they decided to name Shay And I am not shitting you because of all the success he had at Shay Stadium.
2: Shea Stadium. S H E A? Yes. Shea Jones.
1: Shea Jones. Um, Nothing says you smash good like when you look into one of your kid's eyes
2: Yeah, hell yeah Yeah, Oh man, I'm feeling crushed there Uh,
1: Now he's on wife number three and has completed the hat trick Attaboy Uh, Here's a fun fact about their wedding While him and his wife were walking down the aisle uh, uh, The guests threw their hats onto the altar
2: Very cool, a hat trick (laughs) you're doing hockey oh yeah i got it (laughs) okay cool man i didn't want to have to no no put it together great
1: uh chipper married taylor higgins who is an ex playboy model which chipper doesn't seem like a guy who reads playboy for the articles no he Uh, reads it for the beef but he reads it like an auto trader like he's gonna try and get a cheap deal on a used bride
2: (laughs) oh man (laughs) You did go in on the old Chipper.
1: I mean, I, I love Chipper Jones. Yeah, Bro, he no. was
2: one of my favorite players. Cool. I had a poster on his wall. Oh. Fuck him. Yeah, dude. Oh, he's really? A bit of a scallywag.
1: No, I mean, just like, he was so good and played for Atlanta when they were very good. Yeah. And he would come into town and just fuck up the Reds.
2: Yeah, he fucked up most everyone. I know. He played for almost 20 seasons, and I think, was he over 300 for a career? It was close. Yeah, I think. I gotta, 290s I or 300. Him. God. I mean, first ballot guy, it's cool. Yeah. Good for him. But what the fuck ever? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Get him. him. Yeah, he looks like a Confederate soldier who joined a frat after the Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) And he just, he's always got a big fat chaw in. Huge. Giant chaw. I meant to talk to, ask Sam, like, do you think it's fair to hold these Major League Baseball players, like, accountable? Because it's not a good look. I mean, I dipped. All through high school and college because baseball players dipped. Right. And, like, I was in, like, when I was, like, 12 years old, putting sunflower seeds in my mouth like they were a dip. Right. So it would look like a dip. Right. I don't know. Is it their responsibility? It's ultimately not.
1: No. And that's why Major League Baseball, like, tried to ban, like, you got to, like, kite a little bit. Like, you can't just be spitting. Be it. cool. Right.
2: Be cool. Don't go out there yeah. in the bottom of the ninth with a, j- a horseshoe in your bottom lip.
1: Right. You can't Tony Gwynn it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, like, you. it's It's hard just as a person who, like, is just viewing sports. I'm not saying me, but just in general, if you see this, do you call these people athletes if they have to have a buzz while doing right. their, their job? Yeah.
2: Got to get that sweet Nick buzz.
1: Got to have it or else I can't pitch.
2: Yeah, what do you want me to do, man?
1: Yeah, man, I've been doing this since I was six.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. But Chipper Jones, see you later. God damn it, he looks ridiculous nowadays.
1: Greg Maddox? Yeah, Greg Maddox has not aged well. He looks like if Matthew Broderick was a half melted candle. No shit, dude. Uh, uh, Greg Maddox looks like he's a pair of Birkenstocks in a Subaru Subaru away from being a middle aged lesbian. <laughs> 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 uh, Greg Maddox was known for painting the corners of the plate. Now he's now he looks like he finishes every plate.
2: Not doesn't miss a fucking one. Not one, dude. He it's so even when you find pictures of him when he was like. The best pitcher in the league. Yeah. he won four consecutive Cy Youngs. Yeah, he looked like your accountant. He was like yeah. soft-bodied, round face, round glasses. Like he right. was crazy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, fucking wild. Woof. I forget when we were going through it. I forgot about like the little late resurgence in his career when he was a Cub again.
1: Yeah, Padre. A
2: Padre. A Dodger. dodger. Yeah. yeah, and he was still good.
1: Yeah, I mean you could just you can chuck eighty if you're yeah. hitting your spots.
2: Yeah, no. Also, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. No, I have fine. more. No, go for it.
1: Actually, I'm not because I really like this joke. Greg Maddens looks like if Rivers Cuomo
2: ate the other members of Weezer, all of them just took them to all three down. Um, they recorded one more cover album and then he just ate <laughs> he all, all of them.
1: Ate them all in two bites. Yummy. Uh, he has no chin. It just looks like it's become a pitcher's mound.
2: He goes from nipple to nose Nip with nose. this guy. Yeah, it's bad, dude. He looks like iron deficiency man. (laughs) Uh, I read this really weird article about Greg Maddox. Um, Yeah, when he was like with the Braves and prominent in his career, like he used to pee on rookies in the shower. What? He would walk up to rookies and like in the shower. Yeah. And like engage them in conversation. And pee on their leg, like pee on them. That's tight. <laughs> it's a fucking power move. It's literally pissing on them. It's like yeah. a guy. It's like you're a dog.
1: But think about it. You're already in the shower.
2: Oh, it's no. It's I mean, a considerate I get. It. Prank. No, I get. Yeah, for sure. You just soap up right there on the spot. Yeah. You're already wet. It doesn't matter. But like. It's just so surprising that he peed on people because as soon as you look at him, you're like, that guy likes getting peed on. <laughs> <laughs> like, was he just, like, dropping hints? Yeah. Just, like, just peeing on, like, Andres Galarraga's leg? <laughs> do and you just think being I- like, I don't like doing this. I don't <laughs> like it when people do this to me. That one bit. Do you think when he's done
1: and he zips it up, he just goes... Piss it forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just pees on, pees on your leg and be strike three. Strike
1: three. Pees TSD.
2: Yeah, there it is. They, a lot of Braves rookies got Pees TSD.
1: Well, so many.
2: Pees DSP Ooh. Pees Uh P P. P P P. P P P. P S P P P. P P
1: P. We're gonna go Schmaltz. We gotta go John Smoltz. His nick. Uh, he has a nickname Marmaduke. Right think that's terrible it's, it's so stupid it's bad if he's a comic strip he's for sure doonesbury no shit <laughs> yeah
2: no shit uh dude.
1: john smoltz has been a color commentator since he's retired uh which he has a knack for i'm gonna be completely honest but he for sure has a face for radio and a goatee for a sex offenders list yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're talk- dude i found a quote of his like from when he was on air he got tongue-tied a couple times when oh, he first got on TV.
0: Yeah.
2: It's a quote from John Smoltz, uh, uh, Age is more of a topic now more than ever, uh, especially regarding how old you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that made what? me laugh so hard. <laughs>
2: He's like in today's game, age is really important, especially like when you're taking to account how old a person is. It's like, all right, Donald Trump. <laughs> Good point.
1: Dude, Thanks for, for saying words. I <laughs> appreciate it. You really brought some color to the situation. Yeah, thank you for that. And it's beige. Um, yeah. That's a perfect lead-in for this next thing because, okay, in 2004, John Smoltz was quoted as comparing <laughs> bestiality to gay marriage.
2: boy, John. He
1: said, what's next, marrying an animal?
2: Thanks, man.
1: Later, John said that he was misquoted, which I don't know... How else you're supposed to interpret that? I mean, oh, he means that animals can marry each other because of the gay? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just fucking stupid. Yeah, John Smoltz is actually hyper woke, God, so and woke. he thinks that you know, if you love a dog, you should be able to marry yeah. a dog yep, and that's right. have sex with it consensually.
1: That's cute. right. Woof woof. I'm in. it. God
2: damn it, John Smoltz. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, you adult man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. A a human fucking a dog is the same as two people in love with each other who are the same gender. Sure, man. Good point. Strong. You know, he's like a... uh, He's competed in three PGA Tour events. Really? He's a negative handicap golfer.
1: That's insane. Like,
2: he'll go out... He could go out tomorrow at 8 a.m. and shoot a 68. yeah he's a really really good guy I watched a couple like breakdowns of his swing today on the golf channel yeah he's really good he's the best like baseball player golfer that's awesome yeah it's pretty random so just Mm. in case Greg Maddox was wondering John Smoltz is the whitest pitcher in Braves history he's a a golfer (laughs) he thinks gay marriage is like fucking an animal Uh, that guy gets it he's Atlanta he's
1: Georgia he's Georgia
2: dude yes exactly And I think um, it's really dope that he just was like Cy Young starter, closer, three seasons, three years. Right. Three years of 40 plus saves in a row. One year he had 55 saves. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, 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 sure, I'll do it. It's easier. It's easy. Yeah, Yeah, And then he just went back to starting and won another Cy Young. Yeah. It's wild.
1: Insane. Oh, so you brought up him on the Golf Channel or whatever. Yeah. Think about this, this is crazy. Did you know Chipper Jones is a part owner of the Outdoor Network, the Outdoor Channel?
2: I did, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Good for him. I mean, he clearly likes hunting. His name's Chipper. <laughs> uh, good for him. That's a layup. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Get involved with some shit you like.
1: I have one burn on him. And then I want to gawk. Yeah. For a while. Let's gawk. Uh, Hank Aaron, uh, he's second all-time in homers, had a career average of three oh five. And was a twenty-five-time All-Star. It was pretty amazing he could do all that. Imagine what else he could have accomplished if he could have opened his eyes all the way. Imagine, imagine,
2: imagine. Now, I, I need to know where the Asian heritage is in is in his in his fucking <laughs> in his bloodline, dude. No, it's a hard it's hard roasting that guy, man. I
1: got him good though.
2: Yeah, you did. You got him good. You want to gawk?
1: Also, his his nickname was Pork Chop. Not just because he would eat pork chops at every meal, because that's what his cheeks are.
2: <laughs> They're pudgy. Real pudgy. I do. I, I Everything about Hank Aaron makes me want to reach out and just squeeze his cheeks and tell him how good he is. You're so good. You're, you're so, good so good at baseball. Good, good for you. He, the he, humanitarian. Yeah, but he played in an era where it was like, in between, you're a hero if you're a black player. Yeah. And it gets being completely assimilated. So I mean, he went through hell with some of like the civil rights stuff. Dude, I mean, people screamed some awful shit at him in games and he yeah. d- and he didn't get the credit just because it was like it just wasn't a part of like the rhetoric. The right. civil rights movement had come and gone and been ignored for the most part. Yeah. We just kind of rested on our laurels as a country that we were like, "Hey, we addressed it." It's over! And then Hank Aaron still had to go out there and get called the N word everywhere he went. All the time. And just drop taters.
1: Dude, listen to this. So while he was playing for the Indianapolis Clowns, which, Jesus Christ. Come on. They were also at one point the Cincinnati Clowns, which I'd wear that shirt. Um, in a heartbeat. In a minute. Uh, I'd, I'd also buy that hat. Abbott's. Make it. Um. <laughs> For real. But while he was with the clowns, he experienced some overt racism. Uh, this was when he was with the team in D.C. And I quote, We had breakfast while we were waiting for the rain to stop, and I can still envision sitting with the clowns in a restaurant behind Griffith Stadium and hearing them break all the plates in the kitchen after we finished eating. What a horrible sound. Even as a kid, the Ugh. irony of it Ugh. hit me. Here we are in the capital, in the in the land of freedom and equality, and they had to destroy the plates that had touched the forks that had been eaten in the mouths of black men. If dogs had eaten off those plates, they'd have washed them. That's...
2: That just turned my stomach, dude.
1: Not only did he go through that when he was a kid, he then turned that and became, like, One of, if not the best pure hitter of all time.
2: Stroked. He hit for average. Yeah. He hit over 700 home runs and was a 300 career hitter in like a 27 year career. Yeah. 25 time all star. Nuts. 25 time all star. Right. That'll never happen again.
1: No. Like one of the reasons I really love like going back and roasting these Hall of Famers is you go back and you gawk a little bit. You look at this stuff and you're like, this is awesome. I mean, if a baseball fan's listening to this, they're like, "Duh, duh, duh." But at the same time, it's just it's just fun to relearn and just wake up a little bit because we're so locked in on, you know, the three-true outcomes or four-true outcomes and all this stuff. But then you look back at these guys that just hit the fucking ball.
2: Crushed it, mashed it. No batting gloves, nothing. Just went up there, round ball, round bat, hit
1: while being called slurs. And running and being afraid for your life You know, he got hate mail Before he broke Babe's record Yeah That's crazy I don't It's just It's just astonishing And uh, I I mean Thank you, Hank
2: Aaron Thank you, Hank Aaron <laughs> That's awesome Obviously I mean And then after his career All he was was Soft-spoken But But any word he uttered was of importance. Like, he went out and tried to... He he fought the good fight. Yep. He fought the good fight.
1: But, you know, uh... It's it's just... It's just incredible. And, you know, like, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. This guy fucking raced through it. Yeah. It's awesome.
2: It's It's a beautiful, beautiful damn thing.
1: But you still got pork chop cheeks, buddy.
2: What do you want me to say? Sorry, I was getting ahead of myself going for the, uh, Round and third heading for home No, guess what Trying to get Because that's what we're doing right now
1: round third and head for home Lee, plug it up
2: Uh, June 1, I believe June 1st I'm going to be at TAF's Yay Doing one of those shows It's fun I haven't done a Bombs Away show in a minute Yeah So I'm going to be at TAF's on June 1st On June 6th I'm going to be at Street City Pub Uh,
1: Is that the Sean Finnerty one?
2: Yes I'm on that, too. Okay, dope. I was supposed to be
1: on the June 1st or no, one, too. No, no, no,
2: no. Uh, Street City uh, Street City Pub is Shane Moss. It's just like a weird little one-nighter. He's coming through. It'll be fun. Not many people are going to be there, probably. So, like, show up and do that. It's free. Yeah. It, it'll be cool. And then Sean Finnerty, you'll hear that. He's going to be at Taft's on that Friday, and that's amazing. That dude is funny. Yeah. You're on that show. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. I'll be there. And then... Um, yeah, I guess that's all I can think of right now. Third Ooh. Friday always, every single Monday always on uh, June 8th, yeah. Saturday at the Hub, Billy's recording. Yeah! Can't fucking wait. It's going to be dope. Um uh
1: we both won't be at the Hub this Friday.
2: Yeah, I know, not this Friday. Uh But still so go. It's going to be
1: it's going to be wild. It's
2: going to be wild. Glad Grant I... Styles is a very strange mind. He's going to be hosting it cuz I'm going to be doing a show elsewhere and uh yeah, go and it'll yeah. be very weird.
1: I had my dates mixed up. I thought that Danny was going to get back in town. So, like, let's go to the Reds game. I'm still going to go. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to let Grant do whatever the fuck.
2: And just, just go let, for it.
1: Let the guy have his hands just go on, for the, it. Hands all in.
2: He likes the hub. I loves the hub.
1: Who doesn't? It's fucking it's great. Um, May 21st, I will be at Toxic Brewing.
2: That's dope. It's headlining a fun that room show. in Dayton. Dirty D It's in Dayton It's free And it's a good ass show I'm very Have you been to the bar? Have you seen the venue? Oh yeah I've drank there Yeah it's cool man It's like uh, Good beers It's like a split room Mm Mm-hmm. The way they got it set it up, it's fun. It's, it's cool. cool. You're telling jokes in a room full of like beautiful plants. Mm. Yeah, it's cool.
1: I love that. I'm uh, headlining it, so that'll be fun. Getting ready to... Nice
2: 2025.
1: Yeah, gotta push out that album, dog. At then, uh, June 20... Or, sorry, May 22nd, I will be in the contest at Go Bananas. Um, John Holmes, you're fucked, buddy. I'm taking you out. Um, see you later, Holmesy. See you, Holmes. Um, just kidding. We're gonna both advance. Um, <laughs> at then, June 24th... I will be headlining in Sydney, Ohio. Dope. Doing Jimmy Markets' house show. If you want the address, DM it.
2: That June 24th? May 24th. May 24th. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: go to those shows, man. If you have an opportunity, if if you just if it pops up in one of your social media feeds, and you have an opportunity to go to a comedy house show... It's tight. Take advantage of it, man. It's sweet. It's like listening to uh, the Sam LaCure podcast when you know that no one else is yeah it's like dope you're just in a living room you smoke a bowl you yeah. just watch someone tell jokes next to a tv
1: it's perfect it's
2: off the tv's off tv's off Thank because the comedian's doing the talking
1: actually i'll have it on to watch the reds game yeah but it'll, <laughs> yeah
2: but it that's a cool show jimmy market knows how to run them too yeah
1: i'm very excited. no i've done
2: that show before and there were fucking people there i mean yeah. you're going to sydney
1: yeah he's let me run the full thing yeah before. oh you get to
2: run your whole album yeah, that's dope. And
1: that's uh, that's the thing I was missing on my calendar going up to it was getting to run the full thing. Like I've ran it for so long. Yeah, I've been doing this these jokes, some of them for six years. Yeah, I'm ready to just like I love I love them, and I'm ready to just record record most of them and then be like, okay, I'm going to put you here unless yeah. I need you for something else. Yeah, and then just move on. Yeah. So I'm very excited, but please come June eighth. I'm very excited. Um, the I'm going to make an announcement Friday on Facebook. Uh, just blast it. Brown, you can get tickets at brownpapertickets.com. Look up my name. It's right there. It's Ten bucks. It's easy. Do it. It'll, It'll
2: be, be a fun, fun night. I'm going to host it and I'm going to fucking blast off. Dude. I'm so excited. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to say bringing you on the stage. You're
1: going to make me cry before yeah. I go up to grab Yeah, the dude. No,
2: well, well I hosted Shalafu's album recording and damn near cried myself bringing them up on stage so i know that i'm gonna have to taper it back a little bit because i'm not gonna make you cry because that's gonna make for a weird album weird start (laughs) i'm gonna have to dig myself out of a cry (laughs) hole that you made yeah so i will not make anyone cry but i'm gonna bring everyone on the verge of tears and then right when they think they're about to cry yeah they're gonna come oh they'll come so hard Come for a full forty-five.
1: Mm. If you don't buy <coughs> tickets on brownpapertickets.com, we'll have some available at the door. I'm going to make some last-minute ones available and kind of sneak people around. And
2: that's going to be like really wild. It's going to be packed. It's going to be nuts to butts. It's get there early. Buy a ticket and get there early, early, and we'll get you seats. There probably we have no, enough room to probably put like 20, 30 chairs. Yeah, twenty chairs, twenty-five yeah. chairs. There's stools at the bar. Other than that, get there early, man. Get there early and drink up heavily. That bar is so good. It's It's awesome. It's filled with good people. I mean, Billy's recording his album there for a reason.
1: I love it. I mean, I've lived down here and over the Rhine
2: for five years. It makes sense to do it there. I
1: got married down here. I met my wife down here. It's just like, it's a culmination of my love for this city and this neighborhood. It's perfect.
2: It's the only place... That it should be recorded. I agree. It's very cool, man.
1: So, come to that. Um, so, yeah. Um, I feel good about this one.
2: It's a fun damn podcast. What are we rocking at? About an hour? Oh, we're almost at two. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell you what, the boys are getting good at this, huh? We're smooth. Love you, Bill. Love you.
1: And, uh, yeah. So, uh, check in next week and uh, go red likes.
0: As always, stay nasty.
2: In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
0: Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back